once upon a midnight dreary, while I... Wait, oh, that's already been done. Hmm, darkness falls across the land. Oh, gosh, that's that other thing. Hmm. I'd never given much thought to how I would die. Oh, forget it. You're listening to panelology. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, below. Oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 78 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. And I'm Megan. Hello. Hey. Hello. How's everybody doing? Super. Good. Yeah. Good. Long time no podcast, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Two days. Don't... Hey, hey, let's not let's not map this out. People. <laughs> uh, wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Whatever. It's a cocktober miracle. <laughs> Strange. What did you wish for for Cocktober? Strange and unusual things happen in Cocktober. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, so we have a guest this week. Yay. Oh, that's Yay. me. That's you. That's <laughs> you. And, and they know who they are. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I am ahead of the game. Away, Those are my right. favorite guests. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, when you have to tell them, it's it gets real awkward yeah. real fast. I mean, time is a flat circle. If I if I will have been here once, I'm I'm not always kind of here. But is the Earth a flat circle? And is beauty no. correct? <laughs> because science. <laughs> because science. This is observable. <laughs> it's not a question. We're all the satellites lying. I am seriously not this kind of person. You don't have to blow <laughs> you. <laughs> so how did you get into dirty shit? <laughs> Did like flat earthing. Did you say dirty shit? Weird. <laughs> that's, that's a different podcast. Uh, grew up. <laughs> I mean, it is Cocktober. I think that's, that is this podcast. No. Nope. This would be the one I don't tell my mom to listen to then. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Well, oh, to be fair, that was a show anyway. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> um, I guess... It never hit me I was nerdy until I was probably in my 20s. So I think it can be traced back to the time I tried to read a book and ride a bike at the same time. And <laughs> you can imagine how well that went. <laughs> I can imagine exactly how well that went. I'm guessing perhaps literally downhill fast. Yes. It was, a, it was also a good sign of how well I would drive in the future oh, and no. uh, <laughs> how many cars that would go through. Oh, no. But, uh, um, I also probably could have noticed when I refused to read Harry Potter because all of my animal friends told me Harry Potter was better and I was like oh hell no there's no way so yeah that's me as a child pretty much Um, yeah when you take a stand for a fandom yeah that's pretty much a good sign right there yeah yeah Yeah. they're both fine book series they are (laughs) I am still a fan of both it just took me about four years before I was like okay I'll give this Harry Potter thing a try. It can't be too great. What you're saying is you took umbrage with it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Haven't you made that joke before? Come but on. Bumped. In in the general existence of me or <laughs> on the podcast? I think on the podcast. I mean, probably. You do 78 episodes, eventually I'm going to repeat something. That's true. That's true. Time is a circle. 
A flat circle, in fact. <laughs> Here, let me crush this Coke can to demonstrate. Please don't. Please don't. Oh, please don't. Only My ears on your can't forehead. Uh, this will be the only time in which anyone compares me to Woody Allen. Not Woody Allen. Woody Harrelson. I hope no one compares me to Woody Allen. Woody Allen. <laughs> which like, Woody Harrelson? Who compares you to Woody Allen? Woody Harrelson in... Like which version? Yeah, like which version? True Detective oh. works. Woody Harrelson on Cheers? Okay. Is he not the guy from Zombieland? Yeah. Okay, I'm like, am I thinking yeah. the right guy Same here? Same guy, yeah. Woody Hunger Harrelson in Hunger yeah. Games. There you go. There. <laughs> there you go. He is probably the one I like to hang out with the most. Yes. He uh-huh. says as he takes Amish. a sip of... Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> as the only one with headphones for the past few weeks... Man, fuck you. Not cool. I told you to send me a link to a new breakup. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that today. No, no you won't. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> Is it a cock fact? I'm not doing it. <laughs> Once again, where did Jen put her time and effort? <laughs> <laughs> I read a lot of books this week. Yeah. Okay. You did read a lot of books. I'm very proud of you, Jess. <laughs> and not just a lot of books. A lot of fucking trades. Well, let's let's get into them. That's right, everyone. It's the Panelology Spooptacular 2 Electric Spoopaloo. <laughs> it's taken everything in me not to make ghost noises just for your ears. <laughs> Don't God, do that it. Sounds <laughs> so painful. Ooh. <laughs> That's a very intrigued ghost, you guys. Ooh. <laughs> Booray. Oh, wait, no, that's Bizarro. <laughs> The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. Megan, you're our guest. Would you like to I'm okay. Um, I read this. It actually took me about a month to read this because I was trying to get used to reading on a tablet. But this is definitely one of my favorites right now. Um, I wish they'd release it more regularly. Um, I haven't read past issue five or the first volume. Yeah. But Sabrina in the 60s worshiping the devil is kind of my jam. Yeah. <laughs> it is super, super nice. cool. Like, I wasn't, I really wasn't sure exactly what to expect going into this. I was really, really pleased with it, though. I really want to go bleach white now. My hair. <laughs> Do it. It's, it's an urge. Do it. Like, it, like, there's so many from the 80s on, you know, high school teenagers worshiping the devil and all this stuff. Da, da, da. Seeing it set in the 60s gives it a completely different vibe. Because, I mean, you still have, like, the whole malt shop feel Mm -hmm. to it. But then you've also got the other part. (laughs) Yeah. I love the TV show, so it's a very different uh, Zelda and Hilda. Well, you know what we're getting, though. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited. We're getting a TV adaptation of this. I'm really hoping that maybe they do some kind of crossover this season of Riverdale. But, uh... They have not said that this won't be in continuity with it. No, they probably have no idea yet. (laughs) Well, it is not in continuity with Afterlife with Archie. No, right? Yeah. Nor, I assume, will it be in continuity with Jughead the Hunger. Right. Which they do make a mention of, a very, very brief mention in one of the issues. Where like she she because she sees Jughead, and she sees she has a flash of like an alternate. Potential future, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's it's, right. it's the hunger. 
Yeah. Ooh. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. But it's just like one panel. That's super yeah. awesome. Yeah, but it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with afterlife either. That's three different Correct. story arcs. Yeah. Okay. Cool. They are all separate things. Uh, I would like to think that if Betty and Veronica from that had gone through what they go through in this, they might be a little better equipped to fight zombies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. Yes. yes. <laughs> Miss Grundy's nature club, after school nature club. Right? So how many issues are there of Grundy. Sabrina now? Oh, wait, different Grundy. Is uh, it at 10 yet or... What's yeah. that? How many I really, issues? Yeah, uh, how many eight. issues? There's, is it eight? Okay. eight? I think out. Okay. So this one's real yeah, slow can... going. Yeah, this is like. Yeah, eight. I'm sitting here acting like I've been waiting all this time. I started reading Afterlife with Archie in February, so you know. Right. <laughs> this has been what six months, nine months. I mean, you know, it's, it's not like it's no four kids that takes a year. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That reminds me, I have to find issue two while I'm in town. Mine's been sold out of issue two forever. Oh no. And I'm just way too lazy to go from store to store. So, <laughs> yep. But uh, I, super, super pleased by this book. This is a, uh, uh, mo- and I would say most of the books you're going to hear about for me that I talk about at least, most of them were not like scary type horror books. Well, in the world in which we currently live, what really is scary <laughs> in fiction? It's been a long day. I don't Good know. Point. Have you seen my crazy ex girlfriend? Because I have. I actually still haven't. Oh, wait. Come on. I'm sorry. If, like, anybody who would watch it, you seem like the type. <laughs> I, Just because it's musical theater, people being musical yes. theatery. I know. It is Random actually songs. good. I know. But I, she is scary at the yet. same time. <laughs> I did I did learn yesterday that Patty Lapone is on an episode, which increases the mm-hmm. probability of me watching it sooner. I have some amount of it on iTunes because Apple was giving away part of the first season for free. Oh, nice. It may even be the whole first season. I have it's no on excuse. Netflix, I think. I just have it. Now I'm going to retweet the link to her singing Fuck Me Ray Bradbury again. <laughs> that is the best. It is. I used to fucking watch that on loop. <laughs> nice. Nice. So yeah, you guys would say that this is definitely worth uh, reading in trade as opposed to single issues, right? I, yeah, I yeah. I love the Archie horror stuff. The irregularity with which it comes out right. just makes it impossible for me to read in yeah. singles. I, I do all this stuff in trade. Not to mention it. And I find this true with most horse books specifically. They almost all read better in trade. Well, it's a pacing yeah. thing. It right? is like, exactly how. how Tense is a horror book, because you're right, none of these are particularly scary. They're right. more tense. Yeah. But how tense is a horror book when you read 20 pages and a month later you read 20 pages? Right. Like, it, like it re- literally breaks you out of that tension right when you're getting into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, def- definitely recommend all of these in trade, which is why we did this that way. <laughs> yes. Well, there's one that I would say read single issues on. I can guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And we'll talk about Redneck later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We will. Yeah. <laughs> the only one I still find. So trade. good. <laughs> or in yeah. single issues. Yeah. All right. How about a book we talked about last year that since... I don't remember if I had read all of it when we recorded this last year. I know Jen had... I think you'd read I'd four of them, I hadn't read any of it, I, think I don't think. Right. Brian, you might have read the first I'm, one. No, 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 because no, so. we bitched at him on yeah. the show. Oh, that's right. We were like, yeah. what's wrong with you? Because I like literally read the whole thing on our Disney trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, lock and key. 
That's very Disney appropriate. It, it was great. <laughs> yeah, kid, kid death. Uh, they kid just I. they just cast the uh, drama teacher today. Did you get my message? Yeah, I did. I was cleaning. Danny Glover is going to be in the TV Are you show. Serious? No. Yes. It's perfect already. I know that nothing else about it. That is amazing casting. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They're doing a Netflix? Is it Netflix? Hulu. Hulu. It's Hulu. <gasps> Yeah. doing a Hulu series. It might be worth keeping Hulu then. Yeah. Yes. I think it's going to be good. I, I mean, between be this good. and Runaways, yes. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I forget Runaways is coming out on yeah. that. They they released a bunch of pictures of their parents. Oh, really? Year. That'll be awesome. I'm very excited for Runaways. But yeah, this this story is... God, I, I would probably very possibly put it in my top five favorite yeah, stories it's my number of one. all time. It's my number one. Yeah. yeah. It is my favorite. It is so. It is good. the best. Did you pick up the trade that had the one shots? No, somebody. The hardcover before oh. me. I've got it. I have not read through that one did yet. Did you buy it at, at Oxford? <laughs> did you? Did you? The one copy to... that they had that I was like, if Brian gets this, I'm going to kick his ass. No. <laughs> I told you. I told you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Jerk. It was never a question. <laughs> the the week I went in there to get it, it was gone. Not cool, bro. <laughs> Okay. You can borrow it. No. No, <laughs> sir. No, sir. No, sir, I cannot. That was the scariest thing I've done this whole year. <laughs> Welcome to the Spooptacular. <laughs> it's really scary with the echo that your mic has. Cool. It's like, it's real good. Nice. That's real good. I like it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and there's a there's a lot of kind of extra stuff that goes with lock and key now. Uh, they've done like a guide to all the different keys. Yeah, I know. They've Ooh. done a board game or a card game. Yes, yeah. the card game is super fun. So much fun. Now that I have not so played, behind that on this fandom. Yeah, but uh, I need to catch up. There's yeah. an audiobook version of it too. Yeah, that came out before. Yeah. Yes. A lot of the other issues, like it's the Did first it? volume. I think I yeah. have the audiobook. I haven't listened to it, but. I think I have it. I think like Audible did some kind yeah. of deal on it. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Super good. <clears throat> Super awesome. Love it. Best yeah. ever. <laughs> if you're not reading it, what the fuck? Fuck, I'm getting there. No, just kidding. <laughs> I read volume one on you've, the plane. Okay. You've started. <laughs> I've started it. You've started. That's what matters. That, that, that's all it takes because yeah. you will finish. Yeah, I actually was yeah. uh, on the flight being like, let's see how good the Wi-Fi is and can I have a download volume two? And no, I couldn't. But. <laughs> and I will answer the question that everyone asks when they realize Joe Hill is Stephen King's son. Yes, oh, yeah. he does write a better ending. <laughs> yes. Yes, good. he yeah. does. <laughs> I'm reading my like third Stephen King book ever. So I'm kind of glad I didn't put together uh, the that was who that is at first because i yeah. probably would not have read it oh. <laughs> i've seen a stephen king musical oh <laughs> i saw bruce willis do misery oh. i've always wanted to see and laurie metcalf she was wonderful nice. oh i bet she was yeah. great though yeah. i've always wanted he was to not see... so much oh no he's great but he has that feel of like i'm used to having a camera in my face yeah. and thus yeah. i don't project as where she was fantastic yeah yeah so. nice I want to see that in rap with company because misery loves company. I'm not going to say it this time. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm Jen's not. making the I'm going to call Alex a dork face. Nope. No. <laughs> I am refraining. Only because you realize that dork. just encourages me. <laughs> when did dad jokes become such a cool thing to do? I feel like everybody does them now. I've always done dad jokes. <laughs> I was birthed doing dad jokes. Yeah, so was I mean, I. you have a secret kid somewhere? So was I. In like later arc of your life you're going to find... <laughs> no. Alex's secret child. 
No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> but now you're going to think twice every time you make one now, right? Probably not. Dad, a dad every joke time I make a child? child? <laughs> a dad joke. I always say like twice Every before time you that. make a child. Yes, every Edward time you Spellman. make a child. Because you know. <laughs> and there is the scariest part of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <Lord. laughs> you know, it would be great if I looked over and realized we weren't recording. That would have been great. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> We are. Oh. It's cool. Oh, Jen, but... don't scare me like that. <laughs> the big Scary one. Scary the... episode. No, stop it. Coming after you. No, wait, that's not the no. line. No, <laughs> I'm coming for you. Oh, no, I'm coming for you. Uh. Well, but this is the spectacular. Sounds about <laughs> coming after you. <laughs> well, you know, you should always come after. Oh, um, I'm just saying. It it's, is October. It's courteous. Is that October it etiquette? Is. Yeah. Is that... New York abstains courteously. <laughs> October etiquette. <laughs> Never resist a good 1776 reference. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So monstrous. Moving <laughs> right along. Um, yeah. Granted, not so much a horror book, but it contains eldritch themes. Oh, so definitely. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's definitely kind of an old god trapped in or has to deal with or trapped in somebody or yeah. And yeah. it is the absolute most beautiful fucking book I've is ever not cracked the open most ever. Like, that's how Alex like, sold me, by the way. He told yeah. me about this book. I literally walked in, picked it up, and opened it and went, oh, I'm buying this. Yeah. Yeah. If I want someone to buy it, I just open a cover, open a copy, and hold it at them. Yeah. My friend read it, and then we saw um, the author, whose name escapes me. I'm sure. Marjorie Lou. Thank you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> at BookCon. And I was like, I don't know anything about this, but anything I can get signed, I'm going to get signed. And then it took me like three hours to read this trade because I couldn't just stop staring, yeah. taking yeah. pictures and sending to people. It's just so pretty. Yeah. It's so gorgeous. And the second one's just as beautiful. I know I have volume. it. I need to read it. Yes. I still don't understand the decision to include big, bold page, page numbers in the bottom center of every page of the second I, volume. I'm not certain oh, why really? they did that, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's so pretty that I'm going to complain about the addition of page numbers. Yeah, that's, that's how pretty it is. Yeah. <laughs> It just won a British Fantasy Award oh, nice. overnight, As by the way. As well it should. Yeah. It's it after winning nice. a Hugo last month. Yeah, Alex once described this to me as like a, kind of almost like the lore of a Japanese RPG, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the style. Like, uh, uh, Sonata yeah. Keda brings some Oh, there's too. definitely some Oriental, yeah. you know, styling, stylization to this, definitely. With like a um, steampunk flair. Mm-hmm. Well, but not like of, overtly. No, yeah. no. You get a lot of different... Uh, uh, sort of regional styles. There's an Egyptian vibe to the Eldritch yes. stuff. Uh-huh. There yeah, are right. more classically Western elements to mm-hmm. some areas. To like each like region the church has... kind of is yeah, yeah. It's clearly an European style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the cats. Yes. I love the cat facts. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and the, the fox the fox people. I yes. I think that... It reminds the... me of Inuyasha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think the December image solicitations may have had pins with the cats. Oh, I'm all for that. I'm all for pins. So this good, good book, go get it. Yes. Especially if you like any sort of anime or... And there is a body horror vibe to it a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean... It's a different kind of horror. What happened to her is horrific. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, the first few pages were a little rough. Yes. Yeah. 
It's like, yeah. I want to say everything about it, but I don't want to spoil it for and anybody it, who's going to read it. it I, I will say this, though. Be, but I definitely do this in trade because oh, yeah. it is a ridiculous, is a very, very slow build. Yeah. 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 You really don't mind, though, because you're just looking at all this gorgeous yeah. Oh, there's so art. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, definitely don't read it art. in a rush. <laughs> you, wanna, you do want to be able to take your time yeah. and really look at everything. Yes. Like, it is and not surprising that it was a three-hour No, yeah, it was, like, at the end of some readathon, and I was like, well, I'm reading nothing else because this is it. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. And the second volume reads exactly the same way. <laughs> yeah, he rushed out and bought the second and then was like, mm, I've got other things for the yeah, moment. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you buy it at Barnes & Noble, it comes with a poster. <gasps> so really? just a heads what? up. Damn it. Yeah. Huh. At least mine did. Why so. not know this? Nice. <laughs> okay. And an alternate cover. Sorry, I recently cool. bought this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Barnes and Noble's been carrying a lot of alternate covers for things. Mm. That's become such a thing. Mm. That makes me grumpy. <laughs> Don't give me an alternate cover for a trade book. <laughs> Thank you, the life after. <laughs> I mean, they're not the only ones. I know, but but how do you not know then if yours is special? <laughs> but man, I, I don't want... like this. This my... that's when I become the Brian. I'm like, my collection's not complete. <laughs> that become the Brian. Uh, There's uh, the true horror. Yeah. Yes. Angel, Angel get bullied. The scariest thing. About, well, okay. I probably deserve it, honestly. Well, speaking of Eldritch We don't bully Brian's Brian. I know. Not in October. Not in October. That's Special right. rule. Speaking of Eldritch Possession. Ooh. Glitter Bob. Fuck yeah. Oh my god. This... First first of all, like exact opposite of what we just talked about. This is one of the quickest reads I have yeah. ever had in my life. Like you could really? probably get through this whole trade in like 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. is. Definitely. Well, there, it's not a lot of words. It is not a lot of no, words. No, it is. So it is. so I might be able to get Mike to read it. <laughs> it is also That almost sounds like an insult. <laughs> it, it is also one of the few things we're going to talk about today that is if darkly funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. This book ha- I mean, it's Jim Zub, yeah. and Jim Zub is Very a dark, funny writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the humor's definitely in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I read the first issue, when it, when it originally came out, I did not pick up as much of that. Even, even just in the first issue itself, though, rereading that the other day to read the trade. No, it's a pretty funny book. Yeah. Now, I'm the weirdo who sat there laughing through wit, so what do I know? But it's a very funny <laughs> book. Darkly. Yeah it, yeah, it is very dark funny. Um, so in in this one, we have a, a woman, an actor, an older, I say older, but she's probably <laughs> in her 30s. Um, early 30s, I would say. So for Hollywood, older. Right. right. <laughs> a, an older actress who is maybe not getting the parts anymore uh, because she's aged out. And something happens to her, and she becomes a monster. And it ends so beautifully. And, I, like, I, I really had not a lot of idea what to expect going into this. Mm-hmm. Two pages, you know exactly what this book is going to be about, though. Mm-hmm. I remember... Oh, yeah, because it starts with her in the office with the agent. That's true. Yeah. 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 I remember picking up... I've only read the first issue... Um, and picking it up and being like, I am behind somehow. What have I missed? <laughs> so, 
Um, By the second issue, it really lets you know where it's yeah. at. Is it done or is it just... Uh, so it just one, started the first a new arc. arc. Okay. What they did is the, the the first volume of Glitter Bomb was just four issues. They've now started a second okay. volume with a new number one. that's like Glitter Bomb, whatever oh, the, the fame game, is, I think. The something. fame game, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think so. didn't Spider-Gwen do that? That confused the crap out of me for a while. Spider-Gwen did what a lot of Marvel books did, which was after Secret... Wars, everything had to start with a new one. Oh, okay. Never mind then. <laughs> this is more like... And this is a format you see a lot in third-party books, where they'll do a volume and take a year or so off, and then do another volume. Okay. Well, Lock and Key kind of did... I mean, they had different... They, they titled their Yeah, their and they were new number ones yeah. for mm-hmm. each. True. Right. Uh, Resident Alien did it. The Life After kind of did it a little mm-hmm. bit. Okay. It went 10 and then restarted with a new one and one yeah. another 10. Um... I think, I get the sense, at least knowing how the first one turns out, that this is probably going to be kind of an anthology book, too. Oh, okay. Which yeah. makes that make sense. Yeah, the, the first volume like, is a, is it can be a beautifully contained story. The second yeah. volume starts with one of the characters out of the first volume. Okay, okay. but okay. it's not the main character from the... No. I kind of, well, I almost uh, no. got the impression that her, <laughs> this was her story and that's yeah. it. Right? Maybe no. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see. No, we'll see. Her story for a while. Yeah. It. I think this is the story of Hollywood. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I get from it. Yeah. Especially because of that back matter. Did you read the back matter? I have not Did read the back matter. Anybody but me read the back matter. I. No. I was trying to get through too much too quick. So it's basically just. Um. I, I can't remember if it's. From one woman or several women, it's a it's a Hollywood burn book. It's like this is what happened to me. This is my experience on set with this person and this person and this person, oh, and shit. it was fucking awful. Which makes sense given that part of this book is a uh, pervy, harassing yeah. starship captain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it name actual people or is it like yeah? Oh wow. In the back and the back matter. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. Shit. It doesn't give you last names, but if you know what movie they're talking about and you know who the stars are, yeah, you know. Or you know who the director oh, is. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm picking up this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to have to read this. Yeah, like I said, it's like, the, the book itself is a super quick read. So Yeah. yeah. The back matter, not so much. <laughs> it, it, does, it, does, it does have my quote of the week, though. Oh. Brian's quote of the week. <laughs> Which is her... Her, quote. her, her <laughs> Nice. Her son. So she shows up. I think this is issue three. She shows up and her little boy's like hiding behind her leg. And he goes, Arr, Katie. Mom and I are monsters. Grr. <laughs> <laughs> he has no idea. Ah, <laughs> uh, dramatic irony. <laughs> Teehee. It's beautiful. Really enjoyed this, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about Afterlife with Archie? Woohoo. So excited. I love this book. I still love it's this book. It's a very book. good book. My love carries over. Yeah, I just got as caught up as possible. I was waiting for the second volume and then was like, screw it. I need to know what's going on. <laughs> and I love that nobody else has read past the first volume, right? No. Okay. It's not a traditional zombie story past that. And I am so zombied out that like anything that puts a good new spin on it, I am going to love. Um, so the second volume has like an issue on where Sabrina is. And what she's going through, and then Josie and the Pussycats, um, who are not in the middle of the zombie when that all starts. So, 
you kind of get to see what they've been up to. Nice. So, and then there's like a spoiler for issue 11 that I keep seeing that I'm really not looking forward to finding out. Oh, no. So, uh, but I think one of the main, well, one of the main four, I guess, has already died, but I think another one's going to die. Oh, no. Does that have anything to do with the uh, title of the second arc? I think so. I think so. Which I forgot that was the name of it. So, yeah. Yeah, The second arc is called R.I.P. Betty. Yeah, it hasn't happened, but I get the feeling that it actually might. Yeah. So, they're kind of leading up to that. I'm so excited to keep going with this. I know. I cannot wait for I mean, I can and will wait for this trade. Yes. I'm excited for this trade. um, An issue where it's it's got a good, like, shining undertone. They, like, find a hotel to hole up in. And it's, it's wonderful. Like... Here's Juggy. <laughs> he makes an appearance. Getting Juggy oh, with him? Yeah. Getting oh, God. <laughs> you've, been, you've been holding that one, haven't you? that's the thing that I'm going to start no, preparing no. our guests for. The really. bad puns? The bad, bad puns you do. <laughs> I listen. I know they're coming. <laughs> but you're never prepared. No, that's true. That's the thing. I don't think any amount of warning can really prepare no, and I've known for you the for many years. My brain does. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm well prepared to deal with it. <laughs> for every one good thing, like that's true. I am outnumbered. October past iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's a thousand bad things, <laughs> and I don't even say everything that comes. It's true. Mind. He's very tame. I do thought edit. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you would you would never know, Brian. You will never yeah, no. know. <laughs> Wait, we don't bully Brian's. No, no not, I don't not, know if that's bullying necessarily. <laughs> that, uh, that's, that's not that's true. Fair. I do. Grant on the other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Grant. Hi, Grant. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Hey, Jen. Oh. Um, I like it when it comes to me. I am in the mood for some interesting trivia. You got anything for me? Oh, damn. You're, like, giving me segues and shit. That's cool. It's October. That means I have to actually open my phone. Give me a second. Let's see. Which one do I want to do first? There are so many good ones. I mean, I think you should start start gently. Just warm everything up. Let's say don't go most intense. Then I'm going... Well, this one's kind of intense, but it's fine. In Scotland... Um, way, way back in the day, we'll say, we'll say way back in the day, right? Um, it, it was, uh, common for people to bury a rooster underneath someone's bed if they presented signs of epilepsy. That would smell awful. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, and, and this happened, this happened up into the 1900s. I stand on my previous question. Was this some pudding shit they drank? Uh, it, it was magic. I mean, it was magic. Okay. So, but... I that, really kind of now want to find the ritual and just see. <laughs> like, I don't want to do it. Like, I'm not going to kill a chicken. Ooh, no. <laughs> or a rooster or anything. Yeah, but... and it doesn't say if you, like, bury it alive. I, I or anything. what the logic behind <laughs> that was. I don't, I don't know. I guess because chickens act so erratically. I don't know. Have you ever I seen a chicken? I comment, but that would be so bad. <laughs> Does it have hey. to do with the phrase burying your cock? No. <laughs> that's why I picked this one. <laughs> Did you is that what you Googled? Please tell me that's what you Googled. No. <laughs> no. I am at burying least the in cock. that much smarter. <laughs> Jim has used the that. internet before. Yeah. Yeah. 
No. But then you always put it on incognito mode first. <laughs> yes. I mean. Yes. <laughs> For some reason, that Johnny Dangerously line is running through my... I did that once. Once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, so that's one, that's that's the cock fact for now. Cool. Huh. Now I can get rid of this open window. Well, I've got another book that we talked about last year that I since have finished reading, and that I think Jin's about halfway through, and that I know Megan's read. Oh. Nailbiter. Oh, mm. yes. Um, I love this book. I do, too. You have finished it? I have okay. finished it. I did not expect the last volume to be the last volume, and I did not prepare <laughs> appropriately for it. Um, but I love this. I, I love a good psychopath. I love a good town that's going to be full of psychopaths. And a good conspiracy and, theory. Yes. You get a good conspiracy theory itch scratched in this book. Nice. Um, I loved the blondie. She was my favorite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the last, because you're only, what, volume three in? Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> Um, Let me take off the headphones and walk away. No. Um, <laughs> I liked the ending. I was talking with someone uh, this weekend who didn't like the ending. I personally loved it. It took a while for me to come to terms with the ending. I will be honest. Okay. I was not sold at first. I had to stop and think about it and digest it a little bit before I was okay with it. Mm -hmm. And I really am still just okay with it. I love the book overall. Right. I don't think it could have ended as fanatically as it kind of started going. And then they were like, oh, shit, maybe we actually need a storyline. Because um, <laughs> it definitely wasn't too surprising how they went. But uh, yeah. that's one of those, oh, this is never going to work. It doesn't well, matter. Oh, shoot, people like it. We exactly. actually have a story. <laughs> and to be clear, like, if you go back to early issues from basically the first issue on, you do get seeds of... There are clues scattered all through the whole thing about what's actually going on. Yeah. There was a lot of... like By, I think, issue 12, he had everything planned. He has said in interviews. Okay, now so. I'm going to go back and read the first three volumes that. again and make sure that I know what the hell's happening. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't come out of nowhere. I'm really like... I cannot remember at what point you find out about one of the characters, but I think it's before volume three, like the teenage girl... Yes. And her past. Uh -huh. Yes. I think okay. it's in volume three. Okay. Because I don't want to be just like, yeah. hey, guess who her parents are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's in volume three. I know I've read it, so. Okay. I think volume three tells you who her mother is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can kind of guess who her dad is. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Maybe. I, I could bit. be wrong. I do. It's, I, I think there's a, is there a chart, and it's been a while since I've read the beginning, but of like. Or I guess maybe just a page of all the serial killers that's come out of this town or something. Like, I want that blown up yeah. for my wall. Because they're the best. There's, like, the guy that killed people in movie theaters for talking. And... <laughs> that guy's my hero, by the way. <laughs> and the, Y2K. The spirit animal of any decent human. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. The worst was when I went to see Les Mis. Not just because it was a terrible movie. Um, but because there was this asshole talking through the whole thing and finally like valjean spoilers for les miserables <laughs> oh <laughs> oh valjean yeah that's gonna spoil it for me laying there dying and this asshole has talked for three hours finally i'm just like oh no i just and i i i, I am not this person i finally just turn and shush 
loudly, and the theater <laughs> applauded. <laughs> nice. Do you, there's not a draft house here, an Alamo draft house. No, no. They're uh, uh, pre-show. They're, they always have some kind of like texting thing. I think every theater does. But this, when I saw it a couple weeks ago, they <laughs> took someone's actual call that like she got thrown out of the theater for talking on her phone or having her phone out. <laughs> And it's like her screaming at Alamo Draft House for a good five minutes <laughs> about how they're such assholes and how you need to let people talk on their phone in theaters. Oh my no, god! Nope, nope. I'm. You know what? I would have no problem if theaters wanted to send like blocking signals so you can't get cell reception inside well, the theater. I might have a little bit of a problem with that only because emergencies happen. I know they do. But I, like half my theaters, you can't get service. But yeah. you should be able like, to be you know, kicked out for talking. But we used to go to the movie theaters without having cell phones, and we did just fine. Yeah. You, you, find out to, you find out when you come out. You need a dedicated band for pagers, for doctors. That's it. Sure. Sure. Don't talk mm. in the movie theater. No. And read No Butter. <laughs> yes. Also, AMC. <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. AMC. What is up with your anti-mutant pop propaganda? That, while we're on that is it, so awful. What are like they doing? So, they're they're, <laughs> they're don't talk during the movie thing. Oh no! They're they they have themed ones depending on what kind of movie you see. If it's a superhero movie, it's all like nudge nudge wink wink. We're referencing superheroes, and their locate your emergency exit title card is in the case of a mutant uprising. <gasps> yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> What kind they of racist so bullshit? <laughs> so someone at AMC has not seen X-Men. Or like anything. We know that mutants like to revolt. We've never really taken the time to figure out why. Wait, 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 wait. Isn't Stryker a part owner of AMC? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Go oh, to Regal. No, actually, I really uh, AMC I bought Regal. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Nice. AMC bought Regal, which means the movie theater in Dalton doesn't suck anymore. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, I worked... they also bought Rave, which means Rave now relatively does suck more. Aww. I worked at that AMC for years. And do you know how many years I had to be like, it's at Regal? Regal. All of them? All of the years? Yes. That's how many? Because yeah. so obnoxious. I've, I had to know their showtime. I've been a victim to that, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's really difficult when you're like, oh, it's the movie theater in, in Kennesaw. Meet me there. There's two, you asshole. I will say that AMC me AMC near me is very nice. Yes, it is. Reserved seating, reclining chairs. I do like those. That. Oh, yeah. I did get one of those. The Cherokee's got those now. And oh, it's like yeah. seven bucks yeah. a ticket in the morning. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, like I spread out. I was like, all good. <laughs> uh, nail biter, huh? Oh, yeah. nail biter. Yeah. <laughs> I totally love the psychopath in it. Dismal. And it's such a crush. Yeah, this, just yeah. a good blonde psychopath. Yeah, it's always good. And he's got good butt. Like they, he they does. do, they do show some good, good butt in that one. <laughs> there, there is a thing I want to say though, but I don't want to spoil it for Jen la, 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 or la, Brian. No. Oh, okay. Um, have you read any of it? No, I have not started it. <sighs> so good. It's a little gruesome sometimes. Like there's a couple yeah. times where I'm it's like, it's a book is... about a man who bites other people's nails. Where, but sometimes and I'm then like... kills them. <laughs> Just a little too like I didn't need to see that. It just nibbles, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Biting your own nails is a thing. Biting someone else's nails. I'm good. Uh, I'm creeped out now. Uh, it took me then forever to start reading this yeah. book, just because of how uncomfortable that premise made me. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, yeah, I see, think I actually asked asked Alex. I was like, "Is this a weird hand nail thingy?" He was like, "Oh yeah, you don't even know." <laughs> see, it was presented to me as it's a guy that eats nails, but it's really about a town that is full of serial killers. Yeah. And I went, "Done. I can get past the first part." <laughs> It took me a while to get past that first part. <laughs> the interviews I had heard with Josh Williamson were very much about the nail biter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his end arc. I like how he did that. Yeah. I can't wait to read more. I, I love the character. He's a fantastic yeah. character. He's as far as the main cast goes, he's one of the two best. He reminds me of somebody I know that doesn't have the psychopathic tendencies. <laughs> That's that's good. That's a good qualifying statement. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Jen. Oh, me again. Yeah. Revival. This book. Okay, I didn't really know anything about this book going in. I was just like, oh, look, it's on the horror list. I'm going to get it. I need a general premise only because there is... And this is... You've read some of Chew, right? Yeah. Did you know there is a Chew revival crossover one shot? I did not, but I need it. It's in the it's in the last trade. Good, because yeah. I'm gonna read the fuck out of that. Um, in fact, the sister the sister shows M shows up at the beginning. I'm like, aren't you dead? I mean, weren't you dead? <laughs> Everyone's awfully cool with this. Oh, they don't know yet. <laughs> oh no! So you started out with prior knowledge. <laughs> I mean, by the end of what the first or second issue, yeah, they reveal that. Yeah, but uh, it's yeah, it's in the yeah. first issue, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is about a small town. Just a small town girl. No, sir. Um, wow, so many of these happen in small towns. They do because that's, that's the best horror. Like you're so isolated, creepy. but also so connected. Uh-huh. Everybody knows um, everybody. Yeah. And and it plays on those tropes so mm-hmm. hard, and it is so good at it. Um, basically, people start coming back to life, and nobody knows if it's science or religion or something else. I really wanted to yell science there. You should have. Science! <laughs> yeah. That <We>, devil. <laughs> like, two dozen recently devil. dead people, yeah. basically. Interesting. So how, like... Are we talking decaying? Or are they coming back? Um, your first scene is a guy on the slab in the mortician's office to go into the oh. furnace oh. as they oh. turn it on. Oh. Screams. Oh. Yeah. And then someone in a body bag sits up. Hmm. That's oh. like the first three, four pages. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so um, yeah. they, they tend to get better. <laughs> Most of them, like if you look at he them, you just better. think, "Oh, yeah. that's a person." Yeah. And they can make it a couple of issues without the police officer realizing her sister has been dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So clearly enough to pass for human, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, or alive, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they get better. Um, and this book was really good. It was a really pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. It's very. Fargo with supernatural elements. Oh, yeah. yeah. As in the TV show. Yeah. Also the movie, but but mostly the TV show because yeah. it's better. It's Tim Seeley. Um, yeah. I, I borrowed this from you. I just haven't read it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's another Tim Seeley book I wanted to read after this to talk about because I'd forgotten. At first, so there was the Chew revival crossover, but there was also a Nailbiter hack slash crossover. Oh, shit. Did not know this. Yeah, it's in it's in one of the trades. It's oh, then I did the not one, hear me that that's what that was. It's the one that uh, they go to the carnival. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, it's the only way I can identify that without spoiling yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> major things for the story, in fact. But it's the, That's one the, the flashback, carnival. right? Oh, uh, great. Thanks, Alex. Now I know they go to the carnival. <laughs> damn it. Um, that is the most terrifying thing ever is a carnival. Have you ever been to a small carnival? <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah, we. Yeah. They have clowns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, thanks. Yeah. Brian. So does Netherworld, and I'm going to see that. <laughs> um, I confused the two at first. I thought it was a revival, revival nailbiter. Then I realized, oh wait, no, it's Hackslash nailbiter. Well, that's Sealy too. I'm gonna. Find, I couldn't find the first volume, so it's on Amazon. I'm gonna. I'm gonna order it. But it is. I said this habit writing it. It is about a woman, who, you know how you always have the girl who survives the horror movie. Yeah, yeah. girl. She's the girl who survived the horror movie. Ooh. Does she look like Jamie Lee Curtis? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't read it yet. Oh, okay. I will tell you the covers are kind of pin-uppy cheesecake-y. All right. Um, and is that a deterrent? No, I'm just... Okay, I was like, yes, please? <laughs> Unlike this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, like, I have, but, I'm not going to not read Zombie Tramp. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> How did we not pick up that for this episode? I don't know. We should. It's like the perfect cocktail <laughs> book. <laughs> Brian, you can get Damn all it. the nude variant covers. Don't. Yeah. They're in various states of decay. Ugh. Zombie checked. Tramp. I, I don't need that. No. Now it depends on what kind of zombie. If they were no, like okay, that is zombies. that is not my fetish. Okay. She's green. And normally cutesy and cartoony, but yeah. but she's green. I don't. I, hey, no. Hey, hey, it's not easy being green. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> not well, when you're dead well, decaying, I guess. Well, it's pretty easy for her to be green. Okay. Um. Anyway, it takes no work at all. <laughs> haven't read Hack Slash. It sounds neat. Just wanted to mention it. I'm going to check it out, and I'm going to buy like all of Revival. Yes. All yeah. of it. I'm getting every single. Is it done? Volume. I don't think so. Okay. I looked to see when the most recent issue came out, and it was like September of this year. So okay. I think it's still going. I say this like that's going to be a defining factor, yeah. but. Uh, it's important for most comics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I would hate to have to wait for something more to come out, like I do for everything I read. <laughs> I like my comics like I like my Netflix when the series are done. And binge. <laughs> and binge for Binged and oh, done. No. I can binge comics, I do not binge TV shows. No, I do. To the consternation of some. Yeah. <clears throat> Alex. Yeah. And podcast. I binge podcasts, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, 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 so I like many. my TV one episode at a time. I will go so far as to say I like commercials in my TV. <laughs> you are a sick, sick that, person. That is gross, sir. <laughs> that is not acceptable. I usually watch TV while I have food in the oven for dinner or whatever. Like so while do I'm I. cooking. So yeah. I'll. Use the commercial. Like, I will time when. Pause button. I was going to say, (laughs) that's why my my TV has pause. I take my computer and carry it to the bed. Or or I do that. If I have to pause, I'll I'll be like, no, I want to see the next scene. Let my dinner burn. (laughs) Well, that's because you are a sick bastard. (laughs) That's your own problem, sir. (laughs) But if there are commercials, like, okay, good. I got 30 seconds. Go. Two minutes. Space bar. Go get my food. Space bar. That's how that works. Right. Get the X on the PS4 remote. I use an Apple TV, thank you. I know it. Pause. Oh, oh. So so literally then it's Apple TV pause. 
<laughs> no, I just grabbed Oh, do you talk to the Apple TV now? Yeah, you can talk okay. to the Apple. Can you, you? You have to hold the button on the remote to tell oh, it to do I'm shit. Oh, sorry. You have to do all that How work. Old? Old? Well, if I'm going to hold the Siri <laughs> button. That's good. I like that. I'm, I'm just like, I just constantly yeah. listen to me. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> really? You're against technology that's always listening and occasionally responds and buys things for you when you don't want it to? Yeah, she's a bitch. She always acts up, especially during the podcast. Is she down Somehow here? Somehow quiet. Right? What, I, yeah. what I really, what I really love is uh, like uh, it was either last week or two weeks ago when we said something to Alex and she like responded. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, which is funny because her I wake word is I don't know where my mom's is. E C H O. Interesting. If I say it, she'll say something. Yeah. One or two. And say it three times into a mirror. She comes for your well, soul. Just think about it this way <laughs> that. If anybody kills you, but it's only listening. Right, and there's an FBI case about that. Yeah, got it. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, I, I do want to ask her what the origins of October are, though. Oh, God, great. Hey Jen, before you shove a cupcake in your mouth. Aww. <laughs> uh, a cock out of doo. Yes. What did you think of Southern Cross? I know that you really wanted to talk about this one. So I was like, cool, we're going to leave it on the list. But it's not my favorite. No? I like all of the elements of it. I do not enjoy the execution. It jumps around too much for me. It is, like, it's beautiful. I get that. And I like where it's going. And I like the ending. Not only because it ended. There's a second volume. I know, but yeah. yeah. Like, are are there too many characters, or just it's no. too it cuts it and is, jumps? And it is like structurally that? like a train mystery. It's like somebody pushing you over during oh. hopscotch. But it also <laughs> that's how it, that's how it felt to me. And you have to figure out where the hell you were last. <laughs> Okay, that I can't, I'm on board with this metaphor now. Okay, so oddly, graphically, perfectly descriptive like of something like, have, like you, you completely com- and totally conveyed the thought of, okay. of what you were That's trying what to get across. Is, right? <laughs> That's true. Okay. Like you totally made me know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That was beautiful. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it was good. It had good themes. It had good elements. But well, it pissed me off. <laughs> well, and I will admit, like I bought this and took forever to read it because a lot of the reviews I saw were like solid seven to seven point five range, but pretty yeah. mixed in there. Yeah. I absolutely love this thing. This weird, semi-nonlinear, trippy-ass thing that doesn't explain itself. Yeah. It does explain itself more in the second volume. I okay, will tell you that. that's good. You Maybe start... I will like it better if I read the second volume. What is the yeah. premises of it? The like, if you had to one sentence it. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, Alex, is it still good? It's, it's like semi push me off the hopscotch course, and then I had to figure out where the fuck I was and okay, get back but... on it. That's what it's like. That's your one sentence. Um, no. <laughs> I can one sentence it for you. It's going to be a really long run on one. Lots <laughs> of commas. I will one sentence it for you. It kind of hopscotches over the immediate setup of the first arc. No, then I, I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. The first arc is. A woman's sister has died on a mining colony on one of the moons of Jupiter, and she is going to collect her body and figure out how and why she died. Okay. Oh, okay. 
But there's See, so much other shit it's happening. It's called what? Southern County? Southern, Southern Cross. Cross. Southern Cross. Yeah, I would have yeah. not ever. It's a space adventure. Which yeah. are, yeah. are, you know, space mystery. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. The second sentence is, while she's on her way there, people start turning up dead, and she hallucinates her dead sister's body all over the place, and people who existed stop existing or going missing or what, or go missing oh. or whatever. Sounds kind of like Hadron's awesome. Wall. <laughs> this actually might be something I need to read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's Becky Cloonan writing and Andy Bellinger, who's going to be drawing Vampirella with Jeremy Whitley on art. Okay. Um, it also reminds me... Of... Now, hey, Jen, if you want the really obtuse... Sorry, I just had a really bad ASMR experience. <laughs> Dog was drinking water, and I was like, what the fuck is that? Probably won't pick it's it up. It's over. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want the really obtuse and penetrable version of this <laughs> it's called Roche Limit no I'm good I've reached my Roche Limit I'm done <laughs> thank you I had to read Roche Limit twice to understand what it was talking about and then I got to the second arc and I did not understand what the second arc was talking about you know what about. I call that series? unnecessary to read <laughs> right like I don't I don't I don't it's, I want to have to think but I don't want to have to think that much it's very good <laughs> But you will feel very dumb reading it. Mm. Yeah. Um, the second arc of Southern Cross, I will, I will go ahead and say, is more linear, is less... Trippy? Trippy. You start getting answers to things. That was the thing. Like, it was more trippy before the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I feel like there's a TV show that did this. It's like the trippiness part of this is really cool, and this is what we're going to focus on. And now I cannot think of which one it is. Damn. Um, I enjoy Quinn that. <laughs> Legion. Yeah, Legion. That might have been it. Yeah. Legion oh, was very. Oh, Legion it was God. It dropped off Hulu like almost Alex. immediately, and it's not streaming anywhere else. And the DVD is not out. <sighs> it's AM. Is it AMC? FX. FX, oh, FX never mind. Yeah. It got, yeah, it was super trippy to start. Like, the minute yeah. those Blu-rays are available, I will be buying them. Yeah. So good. It's yeah. got to be streaming somewhere soon. Yeah. It's nowhere right now. It was on Hulu. It fell off, like, two weeks after the season. Ended. Damn it, because I have not finished that season. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, I could buy it all on iTunes, but I'd rather just buy good. the Blu-ray at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Just watching the little, like, after bits, like, I mean, where they talk after the credits. Yeah. I would like to have all that. I've seen the first 20 minutes of the first episode. I'll buy the damn Blu-rays. Yeah. Uh, Freaks of the Heartland. This Ooh. is one Jen read and was very excited about and told me to read. So I know you like this one, I do. Like, I, I got this on a whim just because I was like, oh, Freaks, that must be something, at least a little. Freaks, that <laughs> speaks to me. Yeah, pretty much. Is this, like, carnival sideshow type stuff? No, well, kind of. Um, This is... A group of children were born all within the same week of one another. And they were born grotesque and with powers. Oh. And this is during, like, the Depression era, like, 1920s in the Midwest. So what happens to kids in the Depression era if they're born wrong? Ask me. I know, I know. The well? (laughs) Well. Um... 
It was real damn good. So these most of these kids get locked away. Coyotes. <laughs> Left on they, church doors? They lock them in a closet no. whenever oh, they No, they keep it a secret from the rest oh, of the world. True. That's but true. They break loose and then vamoose and now you know the plot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that. It's the horror version of Animaniacs. Yes, pretty much. Um, <laughs> it was real good. I, it was real surprising and real good. What did you think, Alex? <laughs> I think this cupcake is great. Not cool. <laughs> Gosh, Jim, um, were you a waitress at one point? <laughs> yes, actually. Yes, actually. <laughs> For many years. Um, That's where you learn that skill. You let someone put something in your mouth, then you ask them a yeah, question. Right? Yeah. Which makes it seem seamless. I only did it to people who were dicks, though. Oh, like wait. Me. <laughs> oh, that explains. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I enjoyed this. I think if I had read it after something other than what I immediately read it after, I probably would have liked it more, but oh, I kept nerds. making comparisons. No, why? No. Well, there's a specific reason. Okay. Um, Would you read it after? Let's go I read it right after Harrow County. Okay. Okay. And okay. I had also read... Okay. I had also read Severed earlier in the week, and it reminded me of that a little bit, too. I liked this a lot. Mm-hmm. I think if I had not read this at the end of spooktacular binge reading, yeah. <laughs> um, with a couple of other things that it reminded me of in there, I probably would have dug it more. I like the setup a lot. I like the relationship between... It starts off following this one kid who is the caretaker of his brother. His, his, his little brother. Who is yes. one of these Who is one children. of the... Yeah, like he's... And they all have kind of a different look to them. Sure. This one is, he's six years old, but he's like gigantic. He towers over you. He's got kind of an encephalopathic yep. design to him. Um, like They are close. He's the one in his family who will talk to him. He's, he takes him his dinner every night. Mm -hmm. He sneaks it out and lets him out to play. All that. Um, I really like that relationship between between the two of them. I like the idea that the kids get that, okay, you don't have to be dicks to these kids just because they look different. They get, they, they're they the they're the voice of morality here. The, the kids are. are. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Certainly um, the parents. The only thing I wasn't wild about was the ending that just felt kind of like it was done. I get it. I, I'm not saying it doesn't work. It just seemed like a very quick, easy, okay, we're done now. Let's See, wrap. I really liked the ending because it, I mean, it wasn't, nobody ended happy. Oh. You could say that Trevor did, but not really. Oh. Um, Would you really say nobody ended happy? Does anybody end happy? I read it as like they all ended pretty happy. Oh. No. Wait, wait. You Did you read the, the same, same book? Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> just read a they, lot into your outlooks on uh, that. I don't like. I want to. Um, we're going to discuss we this more later. Well, I think we just have to call spoilers. Okay. Then spoilers, spoilers for a book that's been out for probably ten years. <laughs> um. The two kids get married and have a long life, and then the uh, the yeah. brother just hangs out and chills and does his thing, and they're all still but, super close. Yeah, but they get to the end of town, they get to the end of the valley, and they're like, well, even if we go to this city over here, it's gonna be the same. People are gonna treat us exactly the same, so now we're gonna go live in the fucking woods like mongrels. But, 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 but then the... the 
girl's father stands up for them and they're living in that they're not that far out. they're not out in the, they're in a house they're not out in the middle of nowhere they're near civilization all right i expect both your dissertation papers <laughs> That's right. there will be oral panels in three weeks it seemed the answer is yes it definitely goes into our outlooks on life yeah, yeah it does yeah, I knew that. Um, I'm a little bit. Well, as soon as there was like the word marriage, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, look, it was a short. I, I don't, that, and, and they ended up married. Come I mean, on. That is part of the thing that I actually don't. That's part of what I didn't like. like that was just quick and done. Like, oh, there's a boy and the girl. Well, they're married now. But it's still that's telegraphed as this is a happy thing for them. Well, the two caretakers found each other. I hate that. That was fine. Yeah, like. So what what we're saying is we hated opposite things about it. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. But everything before about the last five pages we both liked. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So it's not that everybody dies at the end kind of thing. No. Okay. No. Well, Only people who deserve it. Yeah, pretty much. That was a real good, good part. Man, okay. there's a lot of really satisfying fucking things in yeah. this one. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Right. See, I think it was too satisfying. Jen thinks it wasn't satisfying enough. <laughs> That's how it goes for the most part. I, well, <laughs> yeah. It was, too, it was too convenient. Maybe not satisfying. Maybe convenient. Okay, that works too. So, wait, so Jen, Jen read a book in October and wasn't satisfied? <laughs> to be fair, I read it in September. Oh. And I will never that was the problem. I know, right? I should <laughs> I have waited. <laughs> um, Drink, no, that was Hamilton. Damn it. I was busy talking over you. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, so yeah. I liked it. It was it was a surprisingly good find for me. I liked it too. I just the the, the ending was convenient. Okay. Okay. Harrow County, which I don't think anyone <laughs> can describe as upbeat or convenient. No. But the art is so happy. The art is super happy. It, it's very um I love I love the art in this book so much. It is like bright watercolors. It's a good and, blind of pastel oh, and, kind of and Sabrina dark. was kinda of that way. But much more saturated than Sabrina was. Like this is actually Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like rich color tone. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't look like it should be a horror book. It looks like it should be some sort of slice of Americana. Isn't the first page like a bloody child? <laughs> I mean <laughs> Uh, overall view of the thing i'm not saying it doesn't work or doesn't get creepy or gross or weird or anything like that i'm saying just overall on average on average it's very yeah chill and natural and pretty and and then you get flaming ghost right. skeletons reminds me of uh, the um, art for like over the garden wall a little bit a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. That. um so this except is... you know <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> Even though I bought this book, I still wasn't exactly looking forward to it because we've had. I think some we have a well cold spots when it comes to Cullen Bunn writing. A well document re- documented record of. Mixed I feel like reviews. I say it probably yeah. the most. I can find his stuff very hit or miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Uh, there's um, there's some things I really like by him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the the most successful things I've read have, of his have been the things that are darker, where he's either writing villains, anti-heroes, or in this case, horror yeah. books. Um, 
And maybe he's one of those writers who writes creator-owned stuff that is more satisfying than work for hire. Yeah. Yeah. Just, there's a new book by him that just started from Aftershock. There are like eight new books by him that yeah. just started. He, did, half he of never them are stops working. Dark Arts. <laughs> He's yeah. Huh. Like, Have I you mean, heard that one at all? Uh, Which is I've, apparently it's kind of like Noah's during Noah's yeah. Ark, but it's a second arc that is like all the mythological beasts and so creatures so much and, like Dark Knights because yeah. it's the other one. It is dark. And what Metal, was the rather. one that you and Tim talked about when Tim was on the show? It was a horror book. The Camelot no, thing. No, I don't remember that. Oh, There's yeah. Um, Arthurian. I do remember that. Unho- no, I want to say Unholy that. Grail. Unholy Grail. Oh, oh yeah. no. Tim talked about it. I was yeah. just like, okay. yeah, that sounds awesome. I want to okay. read that. Yeah. You said words, too. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read this one yet, but Stuart Wellington keeps recommending it. Anytime we talk comics, it's one of his like top three cool. recommendations. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Well, but then it's a, it's a good recommendation because yeah. it is a damn yeah. good book. This it, is another one I'll be picking up. It's got a lot of. of twists and turns. That yeah. you don't expect. Yeah. My library has good. 11 copies and there's like a 10 person waiting list. <laughs> so oh, I need to just go ahead and buy it. But yeah, I like it, to at least read it first. It was really inexpensive on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. But you can see why reading uh, Freaks of the Heartland after this would be. Yeah. They have a lot of like similar. There are a lot themes. of thematic. Like yeah. the, the. So Harrow County is set in a small town. Where they, eight, ten years earlier, had put this witch to death who... Eighteen. Did you say eight to ten? I said eighteen. Okay, oh, I was I like... eight to ten, I too. Yeah. Said, I thought it said eight to ten. <laughs> eighteen no. years ago, they put this witch to death who, most of the time, she was just healing people. They didn't like the cost that came with magic, and they didn't like her having uh, sermons in the river and things like that. Talking to weird monsters. Yeah. Well, you know, it disturbs people. Like... She was useful as long as she was useful. And then they set her on fire after <laughs> slitting her throat and hanging her from a tree. As you do with beating witches. Her. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, never once did, did they catch? weigh her against a duck. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> At least not that or, we've seen. Wait, wait. So did they, back, did they right? build a bridge out of her? <laughs> no. Um, sort of. The, the <laughs> main character of this, it is almost her 18th birthday, though. And the is it her a lot like Sabrina birthday, suddenly. Or family's eight and ten. It's her eight, eight and, and ten. This is sounding a lot like Sabrina. <laughs> the family cow gives birth, and nope. one comes out dead, and one is dying, and she heals it, and her father realizes her shit. Oh, oh nuts! And then the town decides to burn her because she's a witch and must be coming back to kill them all, she's despite the, the fact that witch. everybody Whatever. loves her. Yep, sounds like a small town. Yeah, like, it's. It's Small town real... people being closed-minded dicks about shit end up making the world worse for themselves at the end of the day. It's a real big nature be nurture story. Yeah. Okay. And who knows what's going to end? I like this. Like yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, because and... no one ever seems to figure out that the answer is both. <laughs> yeah. 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 The absolute uh, fucking grossest part is the boy with no skin. It's just nasty. Like, that's just nasty. And also now, creepy because now, it's a small now. child with a bunny. Now, he has skin. Well, yeah, it's but she took it. It's not on him. <laughs> <laughs> they travel separately. Oh, right. That's okay. the cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's real gross. But really awesome. However, that last page was super <laughs> great. They give Skinwalker um, a whole new meaning. <laughs> yeah. Skinless Walker. I, I just thought that was Inside Out Boy. Man, from, they better name Kaluna. him Walker. 
<laughs> He's a walker. <laughs> Anyone else inside yes, out boy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard. Okay. Sorry. Kid who was swinging and swung over and Oh, uh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's just after Stick Stickly, if memory serves. Yeah. <laughs> yes. God, that's the flashback. The Kablam era. <laughs> Kablam was the best. It was. Life with Loopy. Yeah. Was Kablam the anthology? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're fairly odd parents started, right? Did it spin out of color? I think it did. I think it did. I think it did. Kablam's I... even better now. It oh, used I to be a short on some though. anthology before yeah. it was a TV show. I, I really love. have recollection of this, but I will not argue it. I remember it had like anim- uh, had like uh, stop motion action figures, yes, yes. like robot Couple chicken of style, kind of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but for kids, yeah. Which robot <laughs> chicken is not? If you yeah. Well, know. if you some well, of those some no. of those things are not for some of the things that they said were not for kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say robot chicken. Some of the things were for kids. I was like, nope. Do you remember the name of the fried chicken place that Rocco ate at in Rocco's no. Modern Life? Rocco was not for kids. And yet, <laughs> he's coming back. never caught on. <laughs> There's a Rocco Funko. It comes with a little bitty... Uh, Jason uh, Alexander. You know, phone? He, Please he, tell me a phone. He no, said spunky. Yeah. Oh, a little okay. bitty spunky. <gasps> oh, how awesome. There needs to be a heifer with a big there packet of choky chicken. Well, he doesn't come with a choky chicken. He doesn't nice. come with a choky chicken, but there is a heifer. Yeah, Jason Alexander says that is still one of his favorite so things. So many things that I'm catching yeah. now. Rocco? Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Chicken. Who was Jason Alexander and Rocco? Uh, he Wasn't he one of the... Uh, uh, because I came to Seinfeld late, so I did not have Jason Alexander. Who was Jason yeah, Alexander? Yeah, look it up. Look it up. Because okay. it like one this of this is going to explode yeah. my childhood. I'm almost positive. Yeah, like as you say it, it sounds very Jason Alexander. There's a Rocco comic coming soon. Is there December? Really? Yeah, December. When was... does the show start back up? Uh, is the show starting back up? Or are they just doing the movie? Or are they just doing a movie? I, I think they're know. just doing the movie. I don't know when that's happening. I don't know which show's getting a movie yeah. and which show's What's just restarting it, these days. You know Spongebob's getting a Broadway musical. I don't give a shit about Spongebob. Spongebob is like 8 a.m. wake-up call noise in my house. <laughs> just, your alarm goes, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> No, I, I used to sleep with a TV on all the time and a Nick, you know, like the Nick at Night stuff. And so yeah. SpongeBob was usually the first cartoon to come back. Yes. Well, while Jen continues to look that up, Brian. Yes. Oh, wait, no, you haven't read any more of this. I've read more of this. Coffin Hill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I finally finished Coffin Hill. I think we just talked about the first volume last year. Uh, the second volume was all right. The third volume is a real strong finish. So if you get into this and you get through the second volume and you aren't sure whether to keep going, keep going. Uh, the best moments of this are when Eve is dealing with her weird family history and making her weird family not be lying sacks of shit. Um, and I really dug the end of this. So, uh, it's just the three volumes. That's it. But if you liked the first one, it's worth sticking through the whole thing. How about Brian? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about Black Monday Murders? Of course I want to talk about Black Monday Murders. Um, 
this is another one that I, you know, I, certainly not what I would say is your typical like super scary horror movie style scary no. book. But, you know, the fact that... Although, I don't know. In this world, bankers may be the scariest thing. But no, not maybe. They are no, the scariest I mean, thing. Are re- the, the real world. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. And you know what? I think Benjamin Percy would appreciate that bankers are yeah. evil. Yes. Wall, Wall Street is the most... This is on Benjamin Percy. No, no, no. I, I understand, but... Uh, oh, he, because he, of... He, yeah, his, because yeah, of Green, Green Arrow, Arrow, right. Where he, he literally made his, his villain a giant criminal yeah. bank organization. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this is basically a... Uh, story of how all of banking and there are like four different kind of sects, you know, different um, theologies would be, I guess, families, a good word. Houses, families, like houses. Schools, yeah. They kind of correlate. Right. There's the one in America, there's like one in, in Asia, there's the Russian. And there bank. were more, but they consolidated over time, Correct. each other out. Yeah. Made deals and, and, to... And the thing is, all of them, regardless of how they operate or, or what their specific beliefs are, um, that money is a form of power and tribute, and that you basically always have to pay a price for... Yeah. For that power and influence and like money. Money is blood magic. They worship yes. mammon. They worship uh-huh. greed. And like on on a stock market crash, they start with the lowest man on the totem pole and just start slaughtering their traders. That periodically, price. periodically, because of all this financial success, the blood price has to be paid. And that's kind of what the the troll the, toll, if you will, right? Yeah, that was kind of what the you know the Great Depression was all about, yeah. right? Was that there was this massive, you know, the whole thing about uh, people throwing themselves, stockbrokers throwing themselves from windows in New yeah. York, and only they weren't thing. really throwing themselves. No, they weren't. <laughs> um, and being a yeah. being a Jonathan Hickman joint, uh, there are lots of charts and graphs. Oh, yeah, that yeah. are super helpful. Yes, they are. Like understanding the so in the American branch, mm-hmm. there are four, four seats, positions, yeah, and they rotate who does which job on a certain cycle based on which family members sitting in which position when, and and they are they it is a hereditary position that is handed down amongst yeah. four families, and at some point between the crash in the twenties where yeah. we start and now where most of the book takes place, the the Russians, yes. The Russians make a deal where they consolidate, but the Russian member always sits in the same seat. Yes, and it's like not a voting seat, kind of right. And, but yeah. it also frees them from ever being the person in the stone chair, which is the sacrificial chair. Yeah, like if something happens and the sacrifice and the prices do, like that's the seat that pays. In the crash leading to the yeah. depression, the person sitting in that chair. Is one of the people uh, who gets sacrificed because okay. it's such a high price that they have to sacrifice someone at the top. Yeah, this is very convoluted. It it Jonathan literally okay, like yeah. like there's these whole lists of of family ancestors yeah. and who sat in which chair at which time and is it yeah. full of like people that actually existed or is this just like there are some is, real people okay. name dropped at least yeah and, and the story in the in the comic itself actually is is all for the most part modern day right okay um okay. but yeah so there there has been a murder of one of these people and 
It is about his sister coming in and taking his place in this organization. After she's been basically kicked out. Right. But she's the end of the bloodline, and they need someone from the bloodline, so they have to let her back in. Right. So she totally did it. Well. Maybe. um, (laughs) We don't know yet, but... It also Probably has, not. <laughs> it also has a little bit of a, and this will get Jin's attention, Manhattan Project's vibe going on. I'm in. In that while <laughs> it is much darker uh, and much, and in a lot of ways very different, all of the, all of the history of this world, all of the things that happen between when we're introduced and now, actually fit into historical events. The relationship between the American banking family and the Russian bank is tied into actual, like, Cold War tensions post-World War II history. So is China underneath everything and trying to buy out everybody? Uh, We haven't seen a lot of the Chinese bank, but probably. (laughs) Yeah, and... There's a detective who is investigating this yeah. murder. And his family, while nowhere even close to involved in this high super power level of, of the financial institution banking thing. As far as we know. Well, right. Um, believes that there is, like he has some sort of, you almost get like it's a voodoo. Like yeah, like there's a, there's a bag of bones yeah. in his desk drawer. Like bones to cast. Like he has some sort of family other kind of power that allows him to... See a little more. Yeah, participate it. and see what's re- possibly really going on type thing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite books this year. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jen, did you ever find out about Jason Alexander and Rocco? Yeah, no. He's not oh. in the original series. He was on Dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was Al, Al sexual, sexual Harris, Harris. <laughs> which is coming to Hulu. I nice. have it all on DVD. Oh shit! So is Boy Meets World. I'm so excited. Eh. Sweet. Oh, my God. <gasps> the Halloween episode of Boy Meets World is still the best thing of anything. The only episode of Boy Meets World I've ever seen is the one where it's recast in the 1940s because Salem ate Sabrina's magic time doohickey and visited all of the all of TJF. Okay, so <laughs> then you can't. <laughs> Boy Meets World, if you haven't seen the best episodes. Right. Because I never cared, but okay. I, I will I will admit that I love that William Daniels. It's fantastic. It never hooked me. I tried. I just... You've got to start with the high school years, then go back yeah, to the younger Feeny. years. Feeny. I love William Daniels. I just, I love Feeny. Feeny's fine. When he showed up in Girl Meets World, I cried. I'm not going to lie. Oh. He, is, he is John Adams in my mind. But. Yes, well, he works at John Adams High. It's okay. Yeah. Where you are going life. to die. This cannot be denied. <laughs> uh, speaking of going places to die, another one Jen handed <laughs> Jesus. me. Oh. House of Penance. Hey, I did a lot of books this week. Jen did a lot of books. <laughs> Jen did more um, books than me this Jen week. Did oh, more shit. Books than Brian. Brian was the slacker. This is a monumentous occasion. You're a slacker, McFly. Just like your father before you. So, <laughs> this book is a. It's loosely based on a true story. Whoa. Very loosely. I have a question before we before we dig real deep. How much of the reason you read this has 100%, to do with the name 100%. Winchester? It's, well, 137,000%. Because <laughs> okay. um, as soon as I found that out, I'm like, oh, 
That's why she read this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's about the widow of Thomas Winchester, the guy who nice. started Winchester Repeating Arms. Um, and her basically trying to atone for all the deaths that were caused by her husband's company. Yes. Is that her? Yeah. Okay, I like this even more now. Yeah. Thank you. It's so good. Um, it's fucking batshit crazy. It is. A lot of shit happens and you're like, I don't know where that came from, but it works. Um, yeah, it is... It's a ghost story. It's a crazy story. It's a little bit thriller suspense. Is it a ghost story? Yeah, well, maybe. 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 I choose. I choose to think it is. Like, um, like part. A lot of what really drives it is ambivalence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can you can question whether or not anything supernatural happens in this. And Tomasi, it's Tomasi Bryant. Yeah. Tomasi leaves you room to say, "Well, now this could all be in her head." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's never done that in a story before. But if it is, it's also in his head. Not Tomasi's. Well, obviously it's in Tomasi's head. <laughs> obviously, obviously it is. Hey, not anymore. He got it out. <laughs> right, that's true. It that's could true. still no, be in there. He might have more. There's no time it has to be in the male lead's head. Could there, be, but there are some things that are in his head. Especially in the first. Like maybe right. the second issue. When he is suffering from a gunshot wound and yeah. fever. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll allow yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and later on, he says he sees some things. But he also wants to bone her. He does want to bone her. He wants to bone down so hard. You saying guys will make up things just to bone women? Yes. Especially <laughs> crazy ones? In oh, God, yes. <laughs> in, also in not Cocktober. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. Yes, yeah. all the time. There's a flowchart. Is it Cocktober? Yes. Guys make shit up. Is it Cocktober? No. Guys also, make guys shit up. It goes in the same box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything just circles back around. But yeah, this was really cool. Because guys are jerks. You might say circle jerks. What you do in your own time. Something. Um, but it's really cool in that like the things that it draws from real life is that like she she's building this house with stairways and and walls and doors and shit to nowhere yeah. um so we'll have them build shit. a room and then rip stairs out oh, of it house. or rebuild it yeah or... that house okay yeah and she employs a bunch of killers basically a bunch of um really bad people but like she doesn't pay them she, they just live there and work on they her house 24 7 and it becomes this like thing that really helps them i'm taking a picture heal. of this book now She'll take their guns and melt them down to make the tools they use to build. Right. She says the sound of the hammering, which she keeps going constantly around the day, keeps the spirits that are are, are cursing her, that have cursed her weakened and from crossing over into the real world. Right. Uh, and like the storytelling in it is not. I don't want to call it disjointed because I feel like that would have a very negative connotation, but it is quick and it yeah. jumps from point to point and you get just the bare minimum of what you need to yeah, see. Yeah, I forget what I told you. For anything to work. How I how I how I tried to sell it to you, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. Um it was good. It was a chunky and that's what I said. It was a chunky yeah, and weird read. I like it. I'm sold. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got this like super detailed surrealist style to it. Yeah, I've been um, looking at this cover the whole time, and every time I think I see something new. Yeah, yeah, there are details in the details. Like the I, I follow every Ian page. Bertram on Instagram. I don't think I've read anything of his stuff before. He just like showed up as a recommendation. I'm yeah. like, well, his art's amazing. Follow. Yeah, yeah, um, I want to get a couple pages out of this. <laughs> it's so good. 
and Dave Stewart colors and Dave Stewart does like all the colors for Mike Mignola's stuff. He yeah. does a lot of noir color work and this is it's not super colorful, but it's a lot brighter than yeah. his usual work. So it's kind of a cool version of his coloring. Mm-hmm. It it's super awesome. I call. went for a lot of books that I hadn't heard of before. Yeah, yeah. That I'm that, glad you did. that cover's got a real carry vibe going on to it. Yeah, but like good at the oh, same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the movie. Not the. <laughs> or the musical. Oh, not the musical. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I, I see. I I, actually, I had wiped that from my mind. To you didn't be even fair, remind me that it existed. Um, a few years ago, they actually reworked the book of the musical and added some more songs. Some of the. Uh, that's some what of, they needed to do. Some of the songs. Well, they cut a bunch of songs. But, but come on, Carrie is a musical, please. Um, if memory serves, this. the Spring Awakening guys worked on some of the oh, new music. Oh, shit. You can see the seams of what was done in the 80s and what was done a few years ago. Yeah. But the, the, the reworked version is actually not bad. It ran in New York off-Broadway for a while to rave reviews. Shit. I have it on my laptop. I can of course you do. Play something for well, you guys. I've heard a few Later. songs out of it and turned it yeah. off. Um. <laughs> I mean, there's still a song about Carrie, you know, uh, uh, being a vector for sin by virtue of being a woman and her period being a yeah. symbol of that. Like, that's still, it's still Carrie. Well, yeah, I mean, like, that actually was the one song that I didn't hate. Yeah. <laughs> they kept that one. Yeah. Okay, good. Anyway, lots of yeah. blood. Good, yeah. good, good book. She means that House was of not Pinnets, what I meant Carrie. to bring up when I said <laughs> I, that. Well, but both. Yeah. Well, both. Uh. Both have lots of blood. You know what else I bet has lots of blood, What's given that? all the vampires and barbecue? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody just got real excited. Redneck. Yes. All right. Let's talk Redneck. Jen, I eat another cupcake. Jen has been promoting this book for about four or five months now. Since it started. Since it Since started. Since the very first issue. I keep saying, you'll so, read this. And I keep saying, I'm going to get it in trade. More than half a year. I'm going to get it when it comes out in trade. Well, the trade is not yet out. However, for the holiday spook tag, I was like, all right, screw it. I'm just going to buy it. Go buy the book issues. Yes. And I am so glad I did, because this book is amazing. Yeah, Donny Cates is fucking, he's, he he's is great. On he's a madman. Fire. The, like, the characters in this book are wonderful. It is, like, the the animosity between the town and the two families is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Within the family, the dynamics are great. Yeah, it's a whole, oh like, realized God. world. It, yeah. Yeah. Like, like he clearly knows who these characters are. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And uh, mm, Percy's my favorite though. Perry. Perry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Perry. Yeah. Perry's yeah, yeah, my yeah. favorite. The little girl's the best. Oh my god. The best. <laughs> yeah. He, like okay, every vampire little kid that you like, you know, just like little Nikki. Right. That, you know, <laughs> oh that's probably sixty or seventy years well, there old. There's nothing right. wrong with little Nikki. Right? That's like probably 60 or 70 years There's old. There's a few things, but I still <laughs> like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, okay, they're not kids anymore. No. <laughs> um, yeah. The, yeah, anyway. Yeah, she's the best. What, yes. What, what, what makes you think that was your idea? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's kind of a badass. I want to see more of the past, though, and I never say that about a book. I don't want to see flashbacks, but this one I want to see... 
the shit yeah. that happened. And I want to see Grandpa and his and prime. And Meredith. And yeah. 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 yeah, I do want to see Meredith. But she's awesome. But yeah, that like this whole... And it, it really is. It is about this family. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's a fucked up family. It, you know what? <laughs> it makes me think... Like, this could be a really damn good movie. They probably... Someone already owns the rights, I'm sure. Just because... <laughs> Of that uh, of of that unknown thing in in the first part of the, the you know the first three or four issues, yeah, right, yeah, and then the fact that it really for the most part all happens within this one family in a house, mm-hmm. yeah, like as long as it was a series of movies or a mini series on a TV network, I mean, Game okay. of Thrones is ending because there's be more happening. Yeah, for real. there are only yeah, five yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones spinoffs replacing yeah. it. Uh, I'm cool with seeing all the Dunkin' Egg stuff, though. Like that's it. Man. That's kind of exciting. I'm, I, I, I always feel this way about prequels and spinoffs and things like that. I, I'm cool with the original. I don't need the extra stuff that can't change the world. Oh, but I love it. It's like it's all spinning forward and you know how it's going to if end. It, it, Everyone is here, fucked. Here's my official stance on prequels. If it takes a character that we don't have any clue about and how they got where they are, mm-hmm. I'm cool with hearing their story. Misa love learning all about no. the Anakin's. No, 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 no. We have no idea how Phasma got where she was at. Misa, you're going to get hurt. You're going to be injured. Yes, I can actually, and I will if you keep it up. Um. Injured. And that's the but real horror. That's why I'm so okay with the Dunkin' Egg stuff because it's Egg on Targaryen. It yeah, is. Yeah. It is the dude from the Night's Watch that you you get to see so little of, but love him. Exactly. That's the kind and, of thing I'm okay with. Yeah. Don't tell me about a character who is one of the main characters in the story that's yeah, already right, happened. I right. don't want to hear that. Yeah. I loved Obi Wan too before I realized what a fuck up he was. <laughs> I still I still love him. But anyway, Redneck, damn, damn good, damn good. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, and like from your descriptions, I thought the barbecue played a much bigger piece in it. Mm -mm. No, no, no. That's Mm -mm. just that's just the. No, I just happen to also almost always mention dead cows. Um. (laughs) That's just the family business. Well, I'm sorry, that was the family. Let the record reflect that I could sing Bat Boy the musical here, but won't. You might Do be on still the drink after the Jar Jar Binks. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> no, I think you are. No, no, no <laughs> yeah. you are. I, I do have the power to mute you. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Alright. What's next then? Because Redneck was good. Redneck real good. If you're not reading it, read it. Yeah, do, do, All right. do read this. Victorian lesbian insect monsters. Is this insects? Yes. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Uh, this is Insects. It's Marguerite Bennett uh, writing, and I might have to pick this up just because I, I I I love Marguerite Bennett's stuff yep. so much. I know I'm gonna like this when I read it. It is weird, and it is body horror. It is through and through body horror. She's got a, a forward that's all about basically how being a woman is body horror in and of itself, and that's what this book is about. Yeah, it, cool. It, 
see high heeled shoes. <laughs> yeah, but I love them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, body horror doesn't have to mean you don't want it. It just means. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, no one else Damn read it, it, so I'm not going to sit here and go too long about it. But <laughs> but I want to. It's, it's, I want and to you've talked it. about it on the show a couple times. I think times I've before. mentioned it before. I, I meant to bring it for Jen on Saturday and forgot to. Well, yeah. damn it! I yes, know. this this is a this is a on my list that must yes. be read at yeah. some point. Uh, the 13th issue just came out. It is actually the end of the series, so there will be a second volume uh, soon, I hope. And that's it. Cool. Rusty, stop. Awesome. Talking. What? Rusty was thump 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 thump. Oh, thump, thump, I couldn't hear it. Oh. Well, um, I could, and it was distracting yeah, me. <laughs> Oh, did they come after you? Come here to me. It's not our fault you don't have a baculum. Come to you. (laughs) Thanks. While I'm holding my dog to talk about his penis. That's the best part. Red rocket. Wait, 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 wait. Rusty agrees with you. No, 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 no. All right. Tell me about Outcast. Okay. And um, I don't mean the band. No. Uh, has nobody else has read? I, I read the first volume. Okay. Um, I started reading it because the TV show came out. Um, I think it's three or four, and now I'm definitely not that far. Uh, but I, I love anything demonic. So yes. I was all for this. Um, but it gets... It starts to kind of drag, at least for me. I think I can't remember if I did two or three volumes, but we're laughing at Jen for her weird. Now that we know that dog drinking water is an ASMR experience for her, and the face a she's gross making. ASMR experience. I actually don't even know what ASMR means. Does anybody know what it means? No. It's it's the. All right, I'm not alone. I'm gonna Google this. It's a very. It's it, but it's it's a positive. Like it gives you the crinkle tinkles. Oh, Kate, no. No, so yeah. it's like synesthesia then, sort of. Kinda, it's like, I mean, yeah, it's 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 like, okay, say you are a person who likes getting your head rubbed, like head scratched. Everyone, everyone dig, in the dig world. Dig deep and find that place within yourself, Jen. Autonomous um, sensory meridian response. And then you Got say, it. go on to YouTube and listen to audio files of uh, hairdressers doing your hair and get like that tingly feeling. I don't know. This is how I've heard like, All right, I'm Griffin never... McElroy and Justin McElroy <laughs> and Kate Leth describe it. We just got a message from Amber that said, Happy Cocktober. Sorry to, to interrupt you. Um... <laughs> hey, Amber. Okay, so, happy Cocktober yes, yes, to you, too. It's been compared to audi- auditory tactile synesthesia. Okay, cool. So All there right. you go. Yeah. Then, it's ki- then, yeah, it's kind of like that, but, but not good. But ASMR is supposed to be a positive Right, thing. but not good is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, but not good. It's like reverse AM- ASMR. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like hot sweat dripping down your neck. It's awful. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Never going to listen to a dog drink water the same way again. (laughs) So you were saying about Outcast. Oh, yes. Um, So yeah, this follows the guy who, I guess the entire town is full of demons and he can somehow get them to leave. Um, and he's trying to, I'm, I'm trying to like, not, I can't remember which one's the show and which one's the comic right now. Um, his sister gets something in her, um, Ooh my. well, okay. Yeah. That sounded way dirtier than <laughs> I meant. Cat <laughs> <laughs> uh, she gets a demon in her, um, his wife Ooh had <laughs> a, I demon. Got a demon in me. 
<laughs> Never reading this comic the same way again. <laughs> good, good. We've and done this you a service. And this guy shows up to try to beat it out of her. <laughs> Slams into her with a real hard rod over and over and over again. Wait, Alex so is this is not what my parents too. were doing? Huh? <laughs> this is now you do exorcisms? Hang on. <laughs> and then the demon comes forth. Yes. Gross. So yeah, hey, he, if it looks it, like Brian. split pea soup down there, go <laughs> see your doctor. <laughs> oh, oh god. Oh no. Okay. If you ever want to know where the line is, Alex just crossed it. <laughs> just fucking leapt over it. Oh, oh Jesus! Wow. I'm afraid to say anything else about this comic. I'm just gonna... <laughs> no, no, I'll stop. There, no, no, I no. <laughs> it's all I good. just realized we're, we're nearing the end of the episode and really haven't given you a hard time. You'll, you'll feel like we don't actually like you as a guest. <laughs> Ouch! Okay, have to make good you to know. I'm now completely lost my train of thought. Oh, dirt. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Now you're one of us. Well, something about the sister and trying to yeah, it's a demon in her. Um, he gets custody of his daughter um and i think there's a storyline involving her in the newer tri- uh newer arc but he's you know going around with a preacher who's like kind of had his world turned upside down because he's not actually ever performed an exorcism he's this dude is doing all of them so let the record reflect that i refrained from singing the fresh prince theme all right <laughs> turned upside down is there, his uh, world okay, turned upside like, down which one? yeah i got you so it's oh, it's dark i really like the TV show, and I will continue the comic because of that. Um, but the comic moves incredibly slow for me. Yes. So, yeah, like, it, it, get a few volumes in and then binge through some of it. It but. definitely suffers from Kirkmanism. Yes. It meanders hard. Would you like to know how slow this comic moves for me? How slow is it? Jen gave me oh, the Brian first... Oh, Brian has it. Brian has it. The, Jen gave <laughs> me the first trade of this book... Before we started this podcast, yeah. as one of the oh, first no. things to read to catch up, I still haven't read it. <laughs> yeah. I do recommend the show, though. It's very well cast, and and the book's not bad. Like it is no, good. it's really yeah. not. No. It just, it just damn, it takes you forever. I want to say I'm three volumes in, and it's the second volume that I was like, this was unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> so Kirkmanism. Um. Yeah. Right. Brian. Yeah. What is darkness visible? Speaking of demons and people, <laughs> so um, this is Ooh, a, yeah. <laughs> the first uh, the first trade of this is either out or is I think it just came out or is coming out this month. So we're like right in right in this time frame. Um, it's coming out in October. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> but this is about in World War II. Uh, the Allies were losing basically, and Ended up making a deal with the Queen of the Demons for uh, no, for <laughs> uh, basically for people who were volunteers, so they they won't come and possess people without their consent, but people who were willing uh, and were volunteering for demons to come and cohabitate within their bodies, um, and that was able to swing the tide of the war. Well, so now demons are... Shaitan is what they call them. Uh, and they are in society uh, with everyone else. And this particular story picks up about a police officer who's on a squad who specifically deals with these 
Shaitan, and things happen. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's actually uh, it's actually quite quite good. Like there, there's the the whole meta for this setting is really kind of a cool thing. Like there's okay. one whole issue where they go back and spend the time talking about like uh, um, Churchill and this the Queen of the Demons kind of setting up this deal, which is was kind of a cool thing to see. Insert Margaret Thatcher joke here. <laughs> but yeah, super, super good. I like hey, it. Hey, Jen. Ooh, more for me. I need more trivia. Oh, okay. Hit me with some trivia. Um, I'm going to give you the straight up penis fact. Um, because <laughs> the, the That's other non-one. Hey, Jen, 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 was this. Yeah, yeah, it is. Was this, was, this one hard to, <laughs> was this one hard to research? No. No, this one was the easiest, actually. Because um, it turns out if you search cock facts, you're going to get a lot oh. of penis stuff. Um, smoking. I can't imagine why. Smoking, which is gross, um, can shorten your penis by as much as one centimeter. So, guys, if you're going to smoke, I hope that you think that your penis is at least a centimeter too long. Um, maybe you should double check someone else, because I feel like most guys are going to figure that it's probably... <laughs> Yeah, and by the way, your own opinion on that does not count. No, 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 no. Get a second you must, opinion. You must have at least three other oh, God. opinions of uh, of the sex of your preference. Yes. <laughs> Quickly, convene the council of the penis. <laughs> oh, I wish I was a guy so I could the call good that, news, so hey, I could Alex, call all of my exes that. The good news is they meet weekly in October. <laughs> Yes, well, there are many peenies to discuss. <laughs> peenies! Sorry, it's my favorite. Peenies from heaven. <laughs> is that the musical you're working on now? Yes. Yes, it is. I will answer for him. Yes. Peenies from heaven had better be your new musical. Get right. started. I think you and Mike will have to fight for custody over whether I'm helping on that or whether I'm working on Swamp Thing. Peenies. Mm. Peenies. What if I work in a song about peonies, but it sounds like peenies? Peonies. Well, yeah, that would work. Okay. Only if you misspell it so that it is definitely. Peenies. Yeah. I love big, beautiful <laughs> peenies. Yeah. Kind of like paying the troll toll. They come in all colors. It works. Really, it just writes itself. Come on. If William Daniels were a marsupial... <laughs> Would they be Feeny's Peenies? <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? But I like it. <laughs> I love it. And it only makes sense if you've been listening a while and have paid attention to my strange animal anatomy lessons. <laughs> All right. Next book, an adjective that ideally does not describe a penis. Severed. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, it's a book about Lorraine and Bobbitt. Um, nope, no thanks. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, this is actually early Scott Snyder. Um, it is set in the. It is set in 1916. So this is that other connection that I, oh, that okay. I made Got while it. reading. Uh, Freaks of the Heartland. Freaks of the Heartland. Yeah. Um. About a kid who finds out he's been adopted and learns his biological father's name and writes to him and makes contact and decides to run away and ride the rails to Chicago where he's going to meet him after a gig he plays at a club. 
only he's not there, and yada, yada, yada. You get the idea. As he is gallivanting across the country, a monster has set his sights on him. As uh, they will do. An old, an old man with razor-sharp teeth who eats children. Wait, is this Redneck? <laughs> <laughs> no. So it's one of your your loss of innocence types yeah. type type of books. Um, it actually opens up in the fifties when the kid is an older man, and you see he's lost an arm. So you immediately realize there's some stake when it cuts back, and he's um, ten arms. years old and has both arms. And like the first thing you see him do is playing his violin because he's some sort of prodigy, mm-hmm. like his dad, who also rode ah. the rails. So it's gonna be like him, and you know, yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. It is not necessarily the kind of story that is my thing, but it was very well done. It was very well executed. Um, as I would expect. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jen. Hey, me. Dr. Voodoo. Um, okay. This is like the first one that I read getting ready for this i remember so, a nazi camp you sent me yeah, a picture yeah. of a nazi camp yeah yeah so this what who did i say this was this was rick, rick remender, remender. yeah it. i was gonna say this is not brother voodoo no. right well it is yeah oh, it is, is it, it? he has become the sorcerer supreme so he's already oh, the hungan supreme yes, i was kind of joking he becomes okay, cool. the sorcerer supreme okay and he is basically trying to fight all of the supernatural shit that goes on much like stephen strange does but trying to be better at it than him. He also has to put up with Doom. And then the final battle is him and Nightmare. This shit was real good. It's Reminder. Reminder's... Yeah. Reminder struggles a little when he's writing a big limelight event. But when Reminder is left yeah. to his own devices, Reminder is fantastic. Well, and you can tell that this has... Like, it's tied into other things that were going yeah. on at the time. But it doesn't ever take away from the story to to go deal with that stuff. It just yeah. happens. Um, nice. Yeah, this was really engaging. And like, you know, I love I love Doctor Strange. I haven't read a lot of Brother Voodoo stuff. Mm-mm. No, I've never had the occasion to really because it's not in a lot of stuff. No. This was fantastic. Seeing him on his own, him and his brother on his own, on their own, trying to deal with all of this shit. Nice. Yeah, it was really great. Um, I definitely recommend it if you like. Any of the Marvel stuff. If you like Recommender. If you like Doctor Strange. If you like Doctor Strange. It was good. Cool. It was real good. I need to read this. On I actually the, haven't yeah. read this. On the horror scale? Um, a lot of nightmare shit. So, it had horror elements. Okay. It was listed as a horror book. Yeah, right. Because, I guess, voodoo. Right. I don't know. Okay. Um, that voodoo that you do. Yeah. 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 Um, and his life is kind of... Horrific. Not super scary though. No. Probably not. No. No. Yeah. No, it's Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's good. It was really good. Okay. Hey Brian. Yeah. Tell me about Underwinter. Oh, now you want to talk about a creepy damn book. I do, I do. Yeah, this one. This is it. This whole book is about this quartet who goes a they, barbershop quartet. No. <laughs> uh it is a uh a, you know, like a cellist, uh, a string quartet, a string quartet, yes. And they are hired um, to come to to play this private engagement at this house. 
They will be each be paid like ten thousand dollars. Oh shit! Yeah, but they when they come into the house, they're brought into this room, and then they have to put on blindfolds and go in and play, and then they pack up and they leave, and then they can take their blindfolds off. Yes, and they go in, and it starts in I believe November, and it's like they play each month once once each month. And so each issue is the next month, and they, one of them chooses to look, of course. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) And super, super abstract um, psychology in your head, stork demon. Hmm. Yeah. Stork demons bring baby demons? Oh, uh-huh. they bring some fucked up shit. I know that. Like, like this whole thing is like is like this huge head game thing. And each of the each of the members starts reacting differently to this, and like it changes who they are, and they start realizing that like they're somehow fighting this thing, or changing, or keeping it out of the world, or bringing it into the world. Like it's just this weird, oh yikes, uh, vibe. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was negative ASMR too. <laughs> Jim's giving me the look of death. Is so so is negative ASMR what we're calling bad ear touches now? Yes. Yes, trying to get that to go out of fashion. Never. Okay. But super creepy. Super, super creepy. But really good. This is Ray Fox and like like he has got just that creep vibe going on in this book. So nice. as far as all the books that I've read, this one might have creeped me out the most. Yeah, it's very, very um, stylistically different, too. It's like all watercolors. Kind of reminded me a little bit of um, uh, AD, but even more kind of abstractish a little bit, maybe, if that can be said. You know what else was Ray Fox? Gotham by Midnight. Mm, and how was that, Alex? <laughs> Fantastic. I'm still mad. At, I'm legitimately a little mad at you at not reading for for not reading this one because I wanted to talk. They give it. If I had one more day, I'd have read it. <sighs> Excuses. Um, this is set after Batman Eternal, which you don't need to know, and you really don't need to read it for this to make sense. But that's where it spins out of. Jim Gordon has tasked Jim Corrigan with starting his own precinct to investigate supernatural phenomena in Gotham. Jim Corrigan being the Spectre. Yeah, the human host for the Spectre, yeah. Um, The celestial embodiment of God's vengeance. Yeah. And he pulls together a team well before this starts. Uh, They've been going on for a while And none of those team members are really anyone you're going to recognize from before this book. Mm -hmm. Uh, When it starts out, Internal Affairs shows up because as far as they're concerned, they haven't arrested anyone. And your case reports don't make very much sense. Mm -hmm. We're pretty sure you guys are committing massive fraud, so I'm here to observe (laughs) you and then shut you down. To which he says, okay, right along. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Nope, nope, they're good. <laughs> no, actually. Oh. Like, by the end of this arc, the IA guy's still like, I don't understand, but I'm, st- I'm watching you. Um, 
Children start disappearing in Gotham, and they turn back up, and they're speaking this dead language that no one understands. No one can, no one can parse their speech. Which is always a good sign, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's this mark of this black lotus over their house. Oh, totally getting better. <laughs> so, oh, the black mark. Oh, let's find that. Yeah, don't worry about it. Corgan puts two and two together and says, "You know, there are black lotuses like this in Slaughter Swamp." Now, what beloved character was given rebirth to in Slaughter Swamp? Born on a Monday? Yep. Yeah. Solomon Grundy want pants, too. <laughs> Every time. Every time. <laughs> Solomon Grundy want new pants for October. <laughs> Solomon Grundy gonna need new pants for October. Solomon Grundy want big old cod piece. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm very sorry. It's all good. <laughs> she knew what she was getting into. She's yeah. listened before. Yeah. Uh, oh, Lord. Oh, sorry. As it would One happen, of us. One of us. <laughs> as it the trifect, all three of us. Yay. <laughs> as it would happen, evil spirits are trying to come out and destroy Gotham. Um,. The thing I absolutely love, well, there are two things. One is the art. Ben Temple Smith draws it, mm. and it is this long, or this like elongated, kind of sketchy, um, just kind of uncomfortable almost style. Like mm. everything's clear, it's not hard to parse, but everything just looks a little off. Everything kind of thin manish? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, and he'll bend a little more into it in certain moments, and he'll lean away from it a little he uses he uses nice style degrees of style to kind of make things feel more uncomfortable um but my favorite thing about this is the way the specter himself is used rather than being i mean jim corrigan is kind of the hero of the piece the, the main character at least the protagonist the specter is this sort of damocles hanging over everything they do um, anytime they get a case, Corrigan's response is, okay, well, I got to get this done and you wait here. I'm going to go do my shit so that you're not nearby if I don't get done in time and the specter comes out and kills anyone who's not, a, not pure of heart around me. <laughs> like the, the idea of the specter coming out is this constant ticking time bomb. Um, yeah, so he's not the hero of the piece. No, he's inevitable destruction right and fox uses that to really effective means nice to, to keep tension high it's very Sweet. good you should read it it is a big two book that is legitimately creepy hmm. so there yeah well apparently ray fox is good at that and i think underwinter i think the trade literally just came out yeah. in the last two weeks i think or you're so. right yeah uh demonic Oh. We're kind of at that part of the show where Brian and I have books left. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I think Jen has one left, too. I'm going to say, I got, uh, I got at least one. Demonic was really one. good. It had, um, there's some there's some similarities between it and Kill or Be Killed a little bit. Yeah. Um, in that uh, there's this police, in this case it's a police officer, who starts having visitations by a demon who is telling him that he needs to do these things and kill these people or bad things will happen specifically to his daughter who he who you know the demon can kind of save or make sick 
and die kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, it it leans into that, and obviously, you know, a, a lot of things happen, but you you get in this backstory it's not just this is not something out of the blue like he was kind of raised you find out later he was raised in a cult uh and he thought he was had escaped and was away from all this and everything else and it goes through finally to the point that uh he thinks he's done what has to get done and he's free of this and all this and then the ending has a bit of a a, a twist which is you know kind of leaves you with a little bit of a cold feeling but uh, really well done, super tight six issue and done thing. But I enjoyed it cool. quite a bit. Sorry, which book was that? Uh, Demonic. Okay. Oh, yeah. All of them that I read, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I like I like reading books. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I jumped around in my notes a little bit. I wanted to make sure that I had just asked you to talk about De- Demonic. <laughs> you did. Um, because I saw a good segue, so I took it. Yeah. That's uh, Black-eyed kids. What? From what I understand, I'm the only one who's read this, right? Yeah. 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 This is an aftershock book. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I understand, it's actually based on an urban legend, mm. but Ooh. it is. And the first one was kind of hard to talk about. It, having read it, it feels like prologue. It doesn't feel like a first chapter. It feels like an introduction. Okay. Um, but the general idea is they're in this small town in the Midwest. And there are wait a small town in the Midwest. Get out! And there are these creepy. Why is the Midwest so scary? Um, Have you you ever been to the Midwest? Well, yeah. (laughs) There you go. People people listening from the Midwest, tweet at me and tell me why the Midwest is so scary. Cornfields. Well, you're not fucking wrong. And wheat fields. Mm. Nope. Good old American values. It's also terrifying. And and cows. I've seen. Um, yeah. So, no! Where did that come from? Amber sent it. Amber, you Amber, are Amber. the best. Amber. Yes. Amber sent us a thing that says, keep calm and cocktober on. Apparently it's already yes. a thing. Yes! We're that good. Yes! Go, guys. Yeah. Once again, shaping reality to our wills. <sighs> um... Anyway, creepy kids show up, induce a kid who wants to become a creepy kid or has been infected by them. You're really not sure how it works. To kill his family, uh, his mom and his stepdad, and he ends up hospitalizing his sister. The biological father and his partner, I'm not sure if it's a girlfriend or a wife, uh, show up to try to save the sister and get her out of harm's way out of the hospital. And, um the pieces I think start to come into place for them into play in, into place for them to start fighting the black eyed kids. It lets you wonder, are they vampires? Are they some kind of zombie? You don't really get an answer to that. Short you still don't corn-ish. understand really what yeah. they are. Um only they're very strong and like to kill people. Okay. Uh Jin. Yes. The strangest Bob Vila project. Arkham Asylum, a serious house <laughs> on a serious on serious earth. Um, this odd house. This, this yeah. odd house. This fucked up house. Um, this in this story, it's basically Batman gets summoned to Arkham Asylum because guess what? The the people in the madhouse have taken it over. So it's it's Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Actually, I think this is kind of what that was based on. Yes, probably. Yeah. That would make sense. Um, it was really fucked up. It, go- it goes into the history of Amadeus Arkham. Oh, yeah. Then it sounds like it's based on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Does he rock anybody? electrically sure okay. yeah yeah rock me rock me yeah either that or rock me sexy jesus but it really ties all the shit that went on during amadeus arkham's you know revamping the house and all that yeah. into not current but current at the time batman mythos cool i mean his mom was tormented by a bat and all this other stuff and there was a joking or a laughing clown that that Amadeus could always hear. It was fucked up. It was really good. Um, and it, it really makes Batman do the thing that he is most terrified of and look inward. You know, look at himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was really, really, really good. I enjoyed it a lot. If you like crazy Batman stories, this is a good crazy Batman story. And it was illustrated by the guy who does the who did the covers for Sandman. Oh, nice. Oh, so it, it was, was fucking McKean? gorgeous. Hmm. Fucking gorgeous. Nice. Speaking of crazy Batman stories, although this case is not looking, uh, Batman and Dracula Red Rain. No. Um, which was, it's an Elseworlds book. It, yeah. Uh, the pitch is very simple. Do you want to see Batman as a Dracula? Always. If yes, read. If no, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> um,. It is... Did you say Batman as a Dracula? Yes, I was yeah. channeling my inner Jesse Thorne. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping no one would say anything. I could just let that one slip no. by. No. No. Excuse me, we have Cocktober because I can't let things just slip by. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> you can't just slip Cocktober past gin. That's right. Let alone a vampire. It's high stakes. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> yes, I got it. I got one. That one was worth it. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Batman becomes a Dracula. It it does the classic horror movie thing of relating the monster to social issues. In this case, the Dracula, the actual Dracula, yes. Dracula, yeah, Dracula, the Dracula, yes, is feeding on. The impoverished homeless of Gotham. It also takes an interesting kind of Captain Planet bent. The reason he has come out in the open and is feeding in Gotham and doesn't give a shit is because all the pollution has made people bad eats and he's being driven slowly mad because he no longer has a good food source. Okay. Dracula was in Dr. Voodoo too. Yeah? Yeah. That cat gets around. He does. He was also insane in Dr. Voodoo. That's um, that's why I drink so much alcohol to poison my body, so I won't get yeah. hit by vampires. That's why I eat a lot of garlic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the art in this is really good. It is crazy early nineties, like gigantic, like ears bigger yes. than his yeah. head. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like Carfin bat ears. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, it is another one where the weirder the book gets, the more stylized the art gets. It is another one that is kind of more brightly colored than you expect it to be. Um, but it's a lot of fun, and you learn in this that Batman, at least at the time, rather than keeping his costume in the cave, keeps it in a, in a dedicated armoire 
that just he opens and there's the Batman suit hanging by itself in his bedroom. Huh. Okay. Well, that's for when Selena comes over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> me now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> pestilence, Brian. Oh, so okay. So we were talking about how we're kind of all over zombie books. This is uh, this is a zombie book, but it's a kind of an interesting take. It, there is this special unit of the Vatican, who's <laughs> Brian's talking about the Vatican's unit in October. <laughs> <laughs> that a papal hatter? You just happy to see me? Oh, blasphemy. <laughs> I think I might hey, start hey, saying that instead of Oblast. Hey, hey it's, it's Catholic. <laughs> they can't use hats. Only the Pope. Uh, no, I meant on their... Cu- yeah, 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 no, I, no, their I got the joke. Okay, gotcha. uh, <laughs> this, is a, this is a special unit whose job... <laughs> Who's basically they they are they are a group of is there a is there a particular member in this unit? <laughs> no, they're all members. Okay, yeah, there's several members of this unit. Oh, yes. and they have several members. Several. What kind of Ooh. job are we talking about? They are assassins for the Vatican. Sam so, Winchester, the Dick of Death. Would, would you say that there's a little death in this? <laughs> there are several little deaths and some really big ones too. Yes. Yes. Um, And basically what happens, they come back from the Crusades. And uh, so uh, clearly you know now what time this is set in. Uh, And they find that Europe (laughs) is being... Because American history classes are Well, okay, is it the First Crusade, the Second Crusade, the Kitty Crusade? Well, my favorite, the last (laughs) Crusade. The Children's Crusade, Crusade. that was an actual thing, yeah. Yeah, it was. Sorry, I heard Kitty like well, I, I a bunch say, of cats. No, okay. <laughs> <And> then, like, <laughs> I, I just I had a moment of like, yeah, that's nice. That's a nice I thought. I, still I do want to see the Kitty Crusade. <laughs> <laughs> it's They're coming fighting against the birds. Oh right? uh, yeah, meow. <laughs> I still need to read the Children's Crusade. It's actually a pretty big gap in my young of interest knowledge. Oh okay. That was it's it's good though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the Vatican and <laughs> you have to learn to ignore these people if you ever want to get your thought out. Um, Not wrong. Uh, they come back and basically they find that this sickness has spread and is basically turning everyone into zombies. And like the Vatican is under attack and under siege, and they're going. So it's them trying to to now go and find the Pope and. In this, hey, Gamma, where's the it, it really is. It's almost, it's almost kind of a Walking Dead type in the Middle Ages, you know, uh, uh, in yeah. that time frame. At any point, do they make a bishop? <laughs> I'm gonna let that one so go. Because making a bishop was slang for uh, uh, what's it called when the girl's on top? <laughs> Other than making a bishop. Cowgirl, there we go. You just made that even more awkward. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> you got to... <laughs> well, they're assassins, so if so, they would be offing the bishop. <laughs> okay, so so this is loosely based on a true story too, then. <laughs> Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's actually it's it's quite good. The the 
the characters that are in this unit and, and their relationships among each other are actually kind of cool. cool. So yeah, it, there's I think there's only four issues of this out so far, but pretty good. All right, last one yeah. before Longbox. Uh, Night of the Living Deadpool. Deadpool in a world filled with zombies. If you really, really love Deadpool's internal monologue and him talking to himself, you'll enjoy this book. Um, it is not pathos Deadpool. It is empty, dessert comedy Deadpool. It is just goof after goof after goof, <laughs> and some are funny and some are I still um, think you're doing dessert, dessert wrong. Um, and I can say that because I said nice things about Colin Bunn earlier in the episode. <laughs> um, I, I, I did really like the way this ended, though. Okay. Um, and I'm going to say how it ended, so if you want to read it for yourself, fine. Spoilers. But I think it's important because it sets up the next volume, which I'm actually very interested in. Uh... Bun has some interesting ideas about how the zombie virus that's spreading interacts with Deadpool's healing factor. And at the end of this, uh, Deadpool juices himself up on zombie virus. And every zombie that bites him turns into a Deadpool. Oh, no. oh shit. Oh, shit. That's worse than zombies. <laughs> and that sets up Return of the Living Deadpool. And I very much want to read this book about zombie Deadpools with Hive Mind. Cool. Yes. Hey, Jen. Yes. Do you know what time it is? Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Long box book reports. Why are we Long singing? Because it's Cocktober. Mm. Cocktober carols. <laughs> Cocktober mm. carols. Poor now carols. We to... wish you a merry Cocktober. <laughs> <laughs> Angels, we so, have heard get high. What? This <laughs> the book that I pulled was um, fitting for both the, the spooktacular theme and the Cocktober theme. Oh, it's in, a book about haunted penises. That's not Matt Fraction. <laughs> no, no possessed penises. <laughs> no, um, this is a book. Paint rhymes with taint. Oh God. <laughs> A problem I had repeatedly while reading uh, uh, Ghost County. County. Yeah, Ghost every time teenies. they say hate. Every time they say hate, I'm like, tee I just, I just hear my great-grandmother saying, it's a hate. Ghost peenies. Why are the pipes rattling? It's a hate. Yes, Granny. Um, so this book is about... It's a, it's a werewolf book. It's by Cy Spurrier and Ryan Kelly. And Ooh, um, it's colored by our... Favorite, one of our favorite colorists. Matt Wilson. Yeah. Oh, nice, Matt. Um, Try to figure out if this was a recent book or not, and then there's a Tumblr link on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good. It is um, from 2016. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah this is in that batch of books that Alex and I bought. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he grumbles a lot. It means he loves you. Um. So this is a. It's about a girl who gets bitten by a werewolf, and her relationship with her sister and all this other stuff. But. On, like, the second page, you just see this, like, big old cock hanging down from this hyena. <laughs> Did you guys know that lady hyenas had fake penises? Like, not fake penises, but, um, like, like, big old, big old lady, lady hyenas have big old penises. 
Nope. Did y'all know that? Nope. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, Is that yeah. so they can just tell the guy to fuck off? <laughs> no, like... You know what? Good for you, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I know. Yes. Yes. I'm trying really hard not to make other jokes. Mufasa. Um, (laughs) Mufasa. 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 What'd you say? (laughs) K-Pasa. ASMR. (laughs) K-Pasa. What? Um, I'm never going to forget it now. (laughs) Yeah. So this isn't one of my cock facts. Should have been. (laughs) But it should have been because apparently the female hyena will like that she she chooses who to mate with. Because she can, you know, re- retract her, her, her member, her member, her unit. I, like I, I, I wish that I knew all, all about this so I could like tell you guys all the facts because this is really fucking cool stuff here. Um, hey Jen. Yeah. Something tells me that you'll do some research and tell us last week. I might. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'll, I'll tell you next week. Um. <laughs> Nice. I'll tell you in a couple weeks. Wait, hold on. Yeah, this was a really good. I I was so excited because I was like, yeah, I didn't pull a, a war book, and then um, I got a few pages in, and it was a war book. <laughs> oh no! But there but is a fist clenching eagle wings on the back. Well, I didn't see the back. <laughs> it's back and, and board. I saw book. the front. And was like, Sai Sparrier, I hope it's one of his good ones. It is. It really is. I'm okay. probably going to be reading more of this because it was really good. Um, I like both the sisters in it. There is some good, good butt in here. Um, <laughs> I like all of the, the characters of this like paramilitary team. They're super awesome. It, it's, it's a group of people who all have these extra abilities from wh- whatever werewolves actually are. So, were animals. Whatever these were animals actually mm-hmm. are. It's very funny. Oh. It's very pretty. It's a good book. I vote yes. Go get it. Okay. And what's the name of it? Cry Havoc. Cry Havoc. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to awesome. be buying more. So I'll tell you more about it later. Cool. Probably on the next Spooktacular. Hooray! Huzzah! Oh, I got to roll. You got to roll that one-sided die. Yeah! <laughs> Two-sided die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One is Alex. Two's not me. That's cute. No, two is you. Yeah, it's Alex. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got one more cock fact, didn't you? Oh, I do. <laughs> Maybe later. Wait, what? Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. This one was one that was brought to my attention right before we started recording. Oh, here um, we go. <laughs> so it is widely thought that the first. Hmm. Dildo. Dildo. No, well, yeah. vibrator. 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 Okay. Yeah. Vibrator. That the first vibrator was created by Cleopatra <laughs> by Cleopatra. using Yeah, for real. In, ingenious. By using um it, it was either a gourd or a small box filled with bees. With with bees. Um that she would buzz, I guess buzz. I guess shake to make them angry. Oh, this yeah. sounds um, Really dangerous. Yeah. Buzz, yeah. Buzz. Like it, it's it's terrifying and also turns me on a little. Because um, <laughs> I would be I would die. <laughs> um, you have to keep your epipen yeah, real close. Right. <laughs> Just an epipen filled with bees. 
Um, <laughs> Wait, that's the opposite of what an EpiPen is supposed to do. Sure. Uh, Ooh, honey, honey. Ooh. <laughs> How you thrill me? Uh-huh, honey, honey? Yes. So, yeah. Um, thanks, Cleopatra, yeah. for the, that brilliant and beautiful and ingenious and useful invention. And thank God we got away from bees. And thank God. <laughs> Go batteries. <son. laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jen said, I need one more cockfight. I said, Google Cleopatra jar of bees. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it may not be true, but it looks like it could be true. I mean, she's pretty badass. So yeah, I'd like yeah. to think maybe. <laughs> and she she did love sex. So yeah. yes, and you know what? And what a great great Cocktober legend! Right? Yeah. So we definitely, yeah, hell yeah, know, yeah. What'd you get? So you guys remember in the '90s when Power Rangers was a thing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And if you couldn't find, or your parents couldn't find Power Rangers toys, you'd end up with the weird, like, off-brand, <laughs> these are the super ninja men, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, by the way, that wasn't unique to the 90s. There's always been knockoff yeah. toys. <laughs> no, I know, but... But, yeah. Personal experience. <laughs> I have from Amazing Comics, the special edition of the original story, revised and expanded... <laughs> Of the X-Mutants. Oh, yeah. We've, we've read some X-Mutants yeah. before. I, I've read some X-Mutants before on the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah? It's not fair. You drew a good book. <laughs> <laughs> you sound a little grumpy about that. Oh. At least it's a number one. It is number, number 28. One. <laughs> yeah. Revised yeah. and expanded. I'm pretty sure that mine was like a number 18. So you're good. It's good. Yeah. You're good. It's going to be good. This Even does the cover start looks with a, like uh, <laughs> a woman with very, very large hair. Oh, that's <laughs> not what I thought you were going to say. Nope, me either. <laughs> and... A very, very large jar of bees. What? Oh, well, I mean, oh my God. Given the, uh, given the clear prominence of her nipples in this picture, there may be a jar of bees in this hot tub with her. You really can't see it. Oh, God. People don't use a jar of bees. Please, please. Especially in a hot tub. No. That's Although, if they get out, at least they'll die. That's true. <laughs> But not before they sting you, probably. <laughs> oh. Don't use a jar of bees. <laughs> well, I look forward to finding out why her nipples are always very erect. Hey, you know what? I bet <laughs> the butts are going to be great. You don't have to look now. Look later. It's fine. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Knockoff butts are just not as good as the original butts. Aww. They're very small. Small doesn't mean bad. You'll remember that in Cocktober. Small does not mean bad. <laughs> Cocktober fact. Size doesn't matter. Who does it? But we can tell you when you eat smoking a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's not the size of the hive. It's the motion of the bees. <laughs> Chris. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Indeed, I had a blast. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you didn't forget that it was Cocktober. No, I did not. Okay. okay. Very good, excited good. about it. <laughs> I mean, come on, who does? I don't know. I don't know. Should be celebrating. No one that listens to us. I know that. 
Our theme music is the spontaneous opening <laughs> by the fish who saved the planet. Sorry, fish who saved the planet. We would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. Sorry, Chase Parker. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn. Sorry, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn. <laughs> or on our website at panelologypodcast.com. I'm not sorry to those guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And hey, hey, it is... October tradition to give us good ratings and reviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be some kind of Cocktober Scrooge. <laughs> you want to give your Cocktober ratings and reviews freely. Yes. No matter how hard it is. Especially and if it's hard. If you do not want to be confu- be visited by three, frankly, probably very confusing <laughs> ghosts in the night. <laughs> it's, it's us. We're the ghosts. Boo. <laughs> um, go ahead and do that. Yeah, send me cock facts. Yeah. Even if it's not Cocktober, I'll I'll read the shit on the podcast. I don't care. I like how three days ago you're like, no, don't send me cock facts. <laughs> don't send me cock pics. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Big difference there. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. I'm the ghost of Cocktober past. <laughs> I'm the ghost of Cocktober present. Yeah, I'm Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the ghost of Cocktober future. There you go. Nice. I'm all for this. Nice. <laughs> so that makes Brian Jacob Marley. <laughs> be safe and stay spoopy. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I'm terrified, I must say.